Welcome to the Dungeon House, where a bunch of regular people with regular jobs gather to play Dungeons and Dragons. We aren't professionals, so if you hear food ASMR or a baby in the back, just understand it's normal. This show is recommended for those 13 and up. The music you'll hear is brought to you by William Heaton and various other artists. We're glad that you're here to share in the fun and laughter, as well as the challenges along the way. So come on into our home, take a seat on the couch, and enjoy the Dungeon House. Time we go up north. Um, I'm going to see if we can try get it on a Tuesday or something like that. Paint together. That'd be so fun. Yeah, for sure. I'd be so down. And we could even see, like, if they have nights like, where you have to pay, because I'd even be willing to do that. Exactly, it was a fun experience that it'd be enjoyable to, yeah. to do. I think yeah. we're we're live, by the way. Um, oh, okay. Tori and McKay are dealing with housing stuff right now, so I'm just chilling here with their child. Um, <laughs> and uh, my wife is still at work, and she will probably won't be here until about 7.15, so she's coming in a little late. No worries, no worries. You guys oh, hear I- me out of curiosity? Forgot to uh, turn on the music. What'd you say, Kyle? You guys can hear me, right? Yeah. Weird. I'm using a different setup today, so I'm just making sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Why is this not coming up? Oh, there it is. Now it's coming. Okay. All right. Give me a second. <laughs> The oldest known Neanderthal engravings. It's not my Can you guys hear the music? I yeah. can hear I can hear Kyle's beautiful piano music. It was nice. Oh, sorry about that. I think it was me that was playing at that level, but it's my roommate. Well, um, if we want to keep chatting a little bit, we can, but if we want to jump into things, we can also do that. We're just missing, um, we're missing a couple of people, but they, they said to just start without them if necessary. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool to start. Yeah. Joy, how's uh, working at, um, I just, blank on the name. I know it, though. Evermore. Evermore. It's, it's good. Um, so we are still just rehearsing at the moment. Um, and it's kind of hard rehearsing, because uh, I'm in The Haunt, so for the October, for the spooky season, we're doing, like, a haunted house. Did I tell you guys about that? No! You're in The Haunt. Yeah. House? Is it like the chapel building? So no, so they, um, so like the whole back half of Evermore is kind of sectioned off, and it's like a nice winding path that they turn into like a haunted house, and it's really cool because they have a main cast of characters that are just out and about and do the regular things that Evermore casts do, right? Talk to people, drink a trade, things like that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm in the haunted house, and I'm. Um, and we're scaring people and you have to pay a little extra to get into the haunted house but 
<laughs> I've never actually like been, but from what I've seen, rehearsals, what they've told us is going to be set up, it's well worth it. And it makes Evermore, out of all the seasons, the most money, just because The Haunted House is so good. Hmm. Anyways. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's been rough because not everything for The Haunted House is set up. Right, so like, oh, we're gonna put some tables here, and we're gonna have barrels over here, and so you kind of have to like picture it, imagine it, try and work with what isn't actually there. So, <laughs> it's yeah, you're like having to like pantomime everything. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. but did you, ever, Ren, did you ever do the haunted height for drama? Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of. There was a uh, our fundraiser for for our musical. One of them was um, doing a haunted hike up at the Fremont Indian State Park in Sevier County, and it was uh, it was wild. Good time. I was a murderer. Big fun. Yeah, it was always very quirky. It was. It was like it was not scary. I bet. Evermore is just like really nice. They have really good costumes and really well done. Yes, we've been rehearsing because Oktoberfest is going on right now. Um, we have to rehearse in the daylight, and I still get scared because <laughs> we we have to be the patrons for these other for uh, you know for our teammates, our castmates, I guess. You know, yeah. so they can practice on people, and I just I'm still scared even though it's bright outside. I'm also just a scaredy cat. So... <laughs> well, they also have just like real goblins and stuff, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean... They're literally just demonic presences. That yeah, they have <laughs> they're real demons. Yeah. They spent the extra money to get the real thing. The production value is, is insane. There are lots of people that claim that Evermore is haunted. There's so many stories, including really? yeah, including Last Haunt. Um... Maybe it was two haunts ago. I don't know. I just hear stories. Um, there was a mask, and it just showed up one day. And they're like, "This is a good mask for for her name is Noel." Um, anyways, and so she put it on. She wore it that night, and then it disappeared. No one had seen it before, and no one has seen it since. Like, where did it go? We don't know. <laughs> so, you know, and there's various statues around that they say are haunted. There's a haunter, and there's. A ghost in the pygmy weed in and you know anyways there's lots of stories i mean if, if there weren't ghosts it wouldn't be a real experience right. yes fun fact though um i don't know if you guys saw it but behind like the cathedral the church thing was all the gravestones yeah some of those are real gravestones imported from england that's that's probably what's doing the haunting then there's your culprit right there yeah a little bit fussy just barely um good deal i do love food and i love going outside but not throwing demons were you just waiting for us um we just weren't talking and then we were thinking about starting without you but then we didn't so I think we're here now, but I might be running kind of back and forth for just making sure that everything is all good. So that is good. Okay. 
There was like there's like six or seven cars that don't have parking passes. So and they were like nice trucks and stuff too. And I'm like flashing. One of them, one of them came out. Like one of the guys. Right after. Right after I put it on. Yeah. What did, did he say anything or? Nope. He just got in his truck and drove away. I was like. So we hold this so I can pull up our uh, other camera. Like how to... how late can people park in your guys' like buildings? Yeah. There's, not, there's not enough parking spaces for even just like the tenants. So if uh, anyone parks there, then it's like it's like a no so which, you know, to be honest, like, I don't know how many times any of the other managers have ever done something like that, you know, okay. actually gone through, but... All of the parking spots were full. Yeah. And there were, there, you know, there were people parked with passes over here on the street, so that's not weird. Yeah, like me. You don't have... Yeah. Pass. You have... Chase have has a parking pass. I have a pass, Chase? No, I wish. Oh, I was gonna be like, gosh, dang. Freaking being homies with the land maintenance peeps. Or the managers. Anyway, we should probably get started uh, here pretty soon. Sorry, guys. We're waiting on this. I know, but it's about 10 minutes before we can get into <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you know, we had a session last time. There, It did happen. I remember that. But... Just to make sure we're all on the same page, we need someone to be able to rehearse what happened. Um, Kyle, you were not there for the whole thing, so I'm not going to call on you, but I was thinking about it. Um, but you know who was there the whole time? Yes. Hey, no. Um, I don't know. Who hasn't done it in a little while? David, I'm fully not sure he hasn't done it. Is Joy, is it your turn? Joy? Very recently, but I would do it again. Alright, we'll have you do it then. Okay. So last time, um, we started when we had just, like, finished the fight with the big, uh, I don't even know what to call it. But the thing in the dark undercity. <laughs> um, and we had taken the rest, uh, debated what we were going to do with the giant... The prison thing that we called an orb for a little while. Um, but ultimately, we decided that we were going to head back up and take it with us. Um, it was slow going. We were able to make it back out, though, through a different path than we went in. And we came across the... a couple of people from the Veiled Hand. Um, we learned that their symbol is a handprint with an eye in it. Um, and they set up a trap because they were suspicious. Uh, but we didn't see them. We did, like, meet them face to face. Anyways, and then we reached the surface and went to the the outpost. Did I miss anything? <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Pretty accurate. Um, with that, 
uh, I think that just the the last place that we left, if this was like the previously on the vigils of Yavna, um, you guys had made it back to that um, vigil outpost and you were all sharing a meal that night. Um, each having their own um, element during that. But as the can of pan from the, the lively room where you all were partially celebrating, partially being able to finally be relieved of the, the worry for the people of Havnock, the camera panned over to the the room which the teleporter lies um, and where you had stored the prison. And it slowly and ominously just zoomed in as the music changed from the upbeat and happy song to more of a somber tone. We start back up the, the next morning after some celebration. You all um, waking up. Everything is seemingly in the same place that you left it. Um, and it's uh, getting close to time for you, the teleporter to, to run and send you back to Oshto, to the lighthouse. Before doing so, is there anything else that you all would like to accomplish or like to do before you leave this city? As you say your last goodbyes to the purveyor, who you're still not quite sure what his name was, but that old man who ran the outpost, uh, you all circle up inside the same room that you'd bumped in inside the uh, faintly drawn silver edged circle for teleportation in the floor. As each and every one of you lines up, who grabs the uh, the prism? Like, how are you How are you going to, are you just going to drag it with like the ropes that you tied around it? Or is someone going to pick it up and carry it? I know Google and Ren carried it from below. Yes. I assume that that could be the same arrangement. I'm pretty sure you guys hadn't touched it. I think there are Baron and Ren, you guys touched it later. Yeah. But I, I was just wondering, have you guys just decided it's easier probably just to carry it or still kind of just dragging it around? I, I would assume we did whatever we did before. Which I think was the ropes. After carefully tying it up and things like that, you uh, set it inside the circle as well. With a final wave goodbye, um, the purveyor of the uh, outpost mutters some sort of command word. For the teleporter as you all slowly feel yourself dissolve we take this yeah toss a letter out give it the hoss you toss him a letter as Sorry. your form i wasn't here though i've really done that earlier. materializes the letter <laughs> left in uh the wake of your passing making it sound like you died you didn't die you just get 
dematerialized and then reappear in a different place or something like that. It's magic. It works. <laughs> that feeling of emptiness in your gut as you feel the butterflies kind of well up, um, that familiar teleportation feeling happens as you re-mist um, back into the lighthouse. You're in what's known as the dioptric ring, the central teleporter to the whole entire um, visual network. You look around, it's still like kind of that dimly lit, a um, little bit of a recess than the, the rest of the, the area. You see a couple of those circular desks placed in that old cat crotch to the old man, man uh, in the middle who has himself and what looks to be clones um, standing around. You remember his name to be Ahab. As soon as you rematerialize, on the other side stands a familiar looking man um, with a little bit too big and a little bit uh, unsettling, but um, smile on his face. Uh, you know, like someone who looks to him. You know this as the man who introduced himself right before you all were sent to, uh, to have not. His name was Reginald Breyer, and he's your handler. He stands at the top of the stairways out of the dioptric ring, um, patiently awaiting for you to approach. You all slowly make your way out of the, the dioptric ring. He uh, walks up to you and says, "Hey, how y'all? How y'all doing? It's it's good to see ya. I heard that you guys had a, a pretty pretty good and successful uh, uh, a mission, you know, um, out there in Havnock. Heard that went well. How's it going? How y'all doing? How you feeling?" Feeling good. I like that. That's what we want here. That's great. Do you have our money? Um, I do. But first, before you can receive uh, any sort of payment, uh, there's a little bit of, uh, you could say, paperwork that needs to be done uh, afterwards. Now, I just want to check up with all y'all. I know that was a little bit of a quick uh, introduction to kind of what vigils do. I know that you guys didn't have a lot of time, you know, to get settled and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, how's everyone doing? Good. I, I think we are, you know, getting settled into the routine of things, you know. Um, just doing our, our vigil duties. That's what we like to hear. That's the, you know, just focusing down on the, the nitty gritty. That's that's great. Um, another quick question. How would you feel like you're, well, first off, let me ask this. What happened um, on your on your travel to Havnock? We've received partial information from the, the city itself and our, our network there, but we figured, you know, we, we could do is uh, reach out to you that actually did the things that I see you have some sort of black box out there. So uh, what what happened? 
like role play Pinky explaining everything, or can she just can I just say she enthusiastically tells the story of what happens on the children? That's up to you, Joy. If you'd like to role play exactly how she'd say it, or if you uh, want to just say, you know, she enthusiastically, but we all know what happened because we were all there. That's okay too. The second option. I'm not <laughs> quite in the pinky mind space yet. <laughs> um, is there any information that you withhold uh, from what happened? Um, if Moss, if pinky tries to talk about the, uh, the black sphere thingy that we have, Moss is going to try and shut her up about that. Sword? No, the, uh, the, the prism. Oh, no. The prism. Yeah, Moss well, will like. Pinky doesn't really. I mean, doesn't really know anything about it. She just knows that it was, it was there. Like, she was blinded during most of that and focused on the kids. So she she really doesn't know much. She'll probably skip most of that. It's just um, a super. Like she probably won't mention the veiled hand, just because it's not important. That's right. Um, as you've kind of gone through and explained basically what happened. Um, he, um, patiently nods every once in a while, just saying like a quick quip, like, oh, that's so interesting. Wow. That's very exciting for your first mission. I'm impressed. Just little things like that, you know, just trying to build up your, your confidence in yourself. Um, maybe. He is eating it up. The, the gentle parenting on this guy. Yeah. He's doing great. <laughs> he, 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 he sees that, you know, compliments praise that's how you really change hearts amen uh after you're done explaining though he will uh specifically address the the rectangular prism and um pinky uh you didn't necessarily say much about this in your in your report um what have you brought back to the uh the lighthouse sure it was there with the with the big bad guy, and it was spinning. And it was kind of weird and eerie. And uh, and uh, Opal seems to think it's kind of important to have and study. But I don't know much about that. Ren will maybe speak up and say Opal showed a great interest in it. Um, she's planning to transfer it to her. Is it her order? Her her. Yeah, the, the Triquetra, for further study, it seems to have something to do with their beliefs. Oh, oh I, was gonna, our, our, I thought we were going to let the Vigil study it. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. You know, sometimes it's all right to not know things. Um, but we just come together with the pieces that we do know, and that's what helps us all have a perfect picture of what's going on. You know, just like what we're doing here. We're just... Helping, helping me understand. Um, with that, um, from what we can tell, just standing here, it, from what I can tell, it seems like a very powerful item of some sort. It would best be kept somewhere safe for the time being. Would you all be willing to take it to the Arcanum, um, after our little debriefing here. 
so that way it can be for one safely kept as well as we can start studying if that's something that you all would like to join in on we can do that um as well as if opal and opal's not really said a lot right now she seems a little bit quiet something ever ever since leaving the the fight she seemed a little bit off especially right before y'all came out of the sewer she just seemed a little bit hesitant as well as if you want to help us study it in behalf of the triquetra we can also have further discussions of having your people look at it as well i think it's opal to make the call um but I know she is feeling yeah. a little bit right now, but we can ask her later. That's okay. I understand. Sometimes you have to let those emotions be on your sleeve. Because if you leave them in, it can really break your insides. Or why you remember and why I've been told. I wouldn't know. I, uh, last time of business, um, Was there anything else, um, any other information pertaining to this item rather than just like what had happened uh, that you'd like to, that would be needed to be reported as in any anything out of the normal that you saw, any connections that may have been there that would be nice for us to know. Um, and, and what aspect? Do you like, like, what do you mean, like connections? Are you talking like? Well, most of what people said, and it was great, by the way. You did a great job. I really, you went into great detail. What happened? That's what we need to know. Um, but sometimes, with what happened, doesn't necessarily always tell us the. Um, ins and outs. Anything that you've seen that you inferred or anything like that that maybe we should be aware of. How long If there's nothing, if everything that you want to say was in the what people said, that's okay. I, I just figured I'd ask. Um, I can't remember the exact what it's called. Um, but Elias gonna bring up it wasn't the oh, Vodenfell. Gonna bring up, uh, we we learned uh, about an event called Vodenfell that the the demon was super interested in and, and said was coming. I don't know if that means much to you, but they they called it the Night of the Void. Um, they're trying to bring it about for um, the goddess Vena. But it's not the it's not the Vena you know. It's, it's she's a very their version of her is very dark and malicious, not the kind, welcoming Vena that I'm sure you're familiar with. I I'll be honest. I only know the uh, the vicious. You know, uh, wants you to, you know, kill the people that you trust, and uh, that's the only one I know. But the one that you know sounds very interesting. Um, Boss is gonna leave. Moss wants to lean over to Ren and be like, I think you're the only one that knows who that is. 
Myrna will say, it was worth a shot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems to us that this whole, whatever our opposition was, was trying to bring about this vote and fell. Whether it be in honor of Vena or to appease Vena, something to that nature. Interesting. Personally, I've never heard of this thing, but it sounds quite interesting. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll make sure that I let the other handlers know, um, as well as uh, the keepers, so that way we can keep. Uh, communication open and let everyone know maybe on the radar. I don't know. We'll see. That's okay. Um, I think that's all I have for you. Uh, with that, I, I really appreciate the hard and diligent that each one of you have put in today. Um, I can really tell that you, and not just today, but last week, I really can tell that you gave it your all. That's why I like to see you. I know that in the coming days, if you continue as your path on a vigil, you'll be again asked time and time again, give it your all. But with this start, first start of giving it your all, I know that you can do that. You proved it time and time again. And you will continue to prove it. All right, here's your gold. Uh, and then he'll uh, hand out um, different um, containers of gold. From what you've reported and from what uh, we've been able to understand, you are able to uh, relinquish uh, the control of some sort of demonic presence that was affecting a good portion of the city of Havdon. Um, with putting that to rest, um, uh, we deemed it fitting for a substantial reward. Um, inside each pouch, you all find uh, every one of you have received 250 gold. Well, the, the only last thing that I got 250 gold. 3,050 gold? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Each one. <laughs> With that, the last thing I have for you, um, basically what now looks like, I know that you're brand new to this. That's okay. You are all basically just on call for the next while until uh, the next mission that we get for you uh, will come through the grapevine. Sometimes it'll be in a couple of days. It might be in a few weeks. Uh, depends on what happens and what feels best for us uh, to send you to, uh, if you get my mistake. Um, with that, um, just so you know, um, you are free to explore the the lighthouse. You're free to go around Osho. If you need to be contacted, um, your medallions uh, will, the gem inside of them will light up. Um, and that will be a summons. Uh, if that ever happens, just meet me at the uh, Dioptic Envoy. Um, and we will uh, talk about your next mission. Uh, 
as well as um, after you've dropped off that uh, prism thing, um, go and see Ahab, or I have, I mean, not Captain Ahab, I have, um, and he will get your um, dorms in the key's cabinet figured out. So that's all I have for you. We'll see you soon, okay? Bye! As he kind of just up, like, almost like skips, but not quite, just upbeat, really happily walks off. Well, well, uh, let's go drop this off. So I guess we're going to go, yeah, go, yeah. go drop, go drop the, uh, Wait, so we're so we're dropping off the the prism at the, at the Arcanium? Yeah. Is that and then we go talk to Ihab? Yep. Remind me, is Ihab like does he does he manage the dioptric ring or is he just kind of like a person? So as you kinda of like are like go talk to Ihab, what does he mean? You see, like, two I have, like, walk past, um, talking with one another. Oh, he has all the clones. There seems to be um, a good number of clones running different, um, he's, like, facility management for the for the lighthouse, and it's just a bunch oh. of him. It's him and, like, a bunch of clones. So he's, like, a, like a manager. Yeah, he manages that major domo of the the lighthouse. Okay. Um, when it comes to facilities. All right. Cool. That's good to know. The RA. <laughs> the RA. The resident. Uh, uh, what is it called? Resident administrator. Administrator. Resident administrator. He. If you have any fights in your dorm, he'll come and knock on your door and. Uh, has to break it up. As well as if he finds any substances on the premises, he will evict you. And all of his clones do the cleaning. <laughs> they are. They're janitors. Well. What do you mean by substances? I was just joking about that. It was just making fun of um, college. Alright. What is it? How much money did we get? Uh, 250 gold per person. Isn't that so much? That's wild. And when you ask. Let's this junk. 250 gold? Well, I guess I can get a nice meal. Jeez. Literally. There's no uh, alcohol or drugs allowed inside the lighthouse. In the dorms. Wait, how do you know that? That's what Chase just said. No substances. Two fifty. Um, they they just have the debriefing. I'm kidding, by the way. Reginald Pryor, who is your handler, he just debriefed. Sorry, guys. I just got his shots. He was uh, not happy. He uh. Debriefed you, asked 
basically explained how the next time contact you for your next mission. It's whenever your medallion lights up, then you know, gotcha. hey, time to meet up. Sorry, boy. And then um, he explained, he asked you to take the uh, prism to the Arcanium, as well as meet up with IHAB at some point to get your dorms figured out. That's yeah, so I think we could just head on up to the Arcanium, drop off the prism, maybe see what they say about it, and then go talk to IHAB. Yeah. Is it just any one of the IHABs? They'll all know. You'll have to try and ask. They don't have to see you. Okay. okay. So we just ask what's an IHAB. An IHAB? IHAB is the head architect of the the lighthouse. It's right. Yeah. He he basically him and his clones run the whole entire facility of the lighthouse. Um and so you'll just have to maybe guess or see if you run into the right one. Or they might all be able to help you out. You're not sure yet. He just said talk to IHAP. Like it's one person. So. Well, maybe okay, maybe there's I have, F have, G have. Yeah. Like they're they're letters. <laughs> so you can keep track. We have. Yeah, there there is A have, B have, C have, D have. A have is over the fishing. Yeah, uh, the whaling oh. the whaling district. <laughs> the whaling. That enterprise. Yeah. Um, no, there's just one I have. I do love the idea. It's really fun. Um, okay. I'm assuming you guys just kind of head off towards the uh, the arcane. Yes. Awesome. Uh, as you guys go, you walk out of the doctrine, kind of join around the corner and heading towards the, the long spirals, large staircase that lead all the way up. Um, you would pass probably from this point, the service room and the quartermaster as you go past. Um, as you pass the court, the service room, Ren, your mind is uh, reminded of the, the little note that Raven Derail, the head Keeper of the lighthouse, also, um, in regards to the the Elaine Gearhart, may have some information regarding the curse of the Sandwich. Can you just take that little note which is that brain? Um, you'll, as you guys start your way there, you're passing different groups of vigils, um, different, all makes and models, you know, years even. Uh, it, it, you see a lot of different uh, different people. Um, eventually, you make it to the stairs. Uh, to this point, you have been dragging the prism. What's the plan to get up the stairs? Because, I mean, you could drag it up the stairs, but that's going to be awful. Oh, we've okay. been dragging it? That's what I... Or have you been picking it up with... Rice? I figured that, like, it was only a rope. Like it was tied up, 
covenant, covenant. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that thing, like where there are like the ropes can go out, but we can lift it up. Okay. I don't know. When it comes to carrying things, I, I feel like a harness can carry everything. Well, it's yeah, not cool. let's just put it in Pablo's bag. Actually, it's like Pablo can carry everything. So I'm just assuming Pablo's carrying it right now. Or lighter than a goat. Um, it's about me. Are there tons of people that walk through here? Yes, that's why. You're just uh, hey, excuse me, ma'am. Do you know magic? Uh, as you walk up, um, what what kind of looking for someone with a nice pointy hat? Like this looks like, like literally she's wearing like a blue robe with stars on it. Yes, as like a, a staff. Um, she's not like super old, um, but she has straight up the pointy hat. Um, if she, if she just like looks at you and says, "No, I'm a sword fighter. I know magic." What? Wow, darn it! Can you uh, lift this up the stairs for us. Um, maybe yeah. Uh, give me one second. Um. She will take her staff and go, Bandubal Andubal, Odalus Resilient Trudel. And then you see a, <laughs> a, a semi transparent disc um, materialize close by to where Pablo is holding it. Uh, and he will uh, set down on the sphere, uh, uh, oh, not the sphere, the, the disc. As it takes it, it doesn't even move from the weight. Um, yeah, I, where are we going? I need a walk with you. Uh, just to the Arcanium. Okay. Our walk, dang it. Thanks for your help. Rope I'll kind of turn to the group. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> As you all start walking up with this, um, wizardly lady, you make your way up to the top of the stairs uh, is quite a hike, uh, especially for the likes of um, Moss. It's smaller stature. Um, takes a little bit out of you. I think he's just flying. Okay. I would assume Moss, about halfway through, you just go back and you start standing on the on the, the disc that's floating. Would that be something that you would do? Moss is a tough body, and Moss will continue to hike with everyone else. Even if it requires me to take a point of exhaustion, you're you're out there. You're just just step after step. No, no, Moss doesn't even make noise as he climbs. It's just very dignified, just like boom, boom, boom. Even though deep down inside, he's dying. Yeah, <laughs> keep it together. Point out the pinky will be making polite conversation with the magic user. She's not just gonna walk in silence. <laughs> Uh, the, the magic user will ask you what your, what your name is. So, uh, what's your name? Pinky, what's your name? Um, hummus. Tasty. <laughs> that would actually be an awesome name if it didn't mean hummus. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what it's like. Like, yeah, I, I get that a lot. It's. Well, my parents gave me, so there's not much I can do about it. So uh, where you come? Where do you come from? 
Um, I'm actually from the uh, the territory of of Pronoi in the in the Princetons. I uh, I help you there. That's where I grew up on a small village, kind of close to the coast. Found out that I thought magic was pretty cool, so I went and joined an academy, and then learned it for a while, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go do something else. It's it's kind of boring, you know. Sometimes you just need to explore. You need to go find yourself. That's what I did. I went on myself by joining the vigils. I don't know if I found myself yet, still, but I'm trying. So, confining yourself. I'm not sure how you lost yourself, but that's okay. You know, maybe I never even had myself to begin with. So, would it even be considered losing? Start smiling. Yeah. He is so confused. It's just going right over her head this entire. Anyways. Oh, okay. Not to get so philosophical on you. Um, what's with the, uh, the big black? Philosophical. It's kind of clicking now. Yeah, it was. Um, so what's with the the big black uh, box? Entirely sure, but um, it seems important to my friends, so it's important to me. Ah, fair enough. Okay. Um. As you guys are still walking. So, do you like magic? Magic. I don't have too much magic that I can use, but it's really cool what I can do. I can't do what you're doing. That's out of my range. But I can do a lot of cool things. I found that it's, it's very useful to have magic Except when someone asks you to do something that you don't want to do because you have been doing That sometimes gets annoying. Oh, I just assume that magic fixes oh. all problems. It does. But it should be fixing my problems, not yours. Well, but it's okay. We're all here. We're all vigils. It's whatever, you know? We're all the same get ready to pick a fight with everyone. It's I'm <laughs> not mad. I'm not perturbed at all. Anyways, um, as as she's saying that she's like not mad, she's not perturbed. It'll be like, I'm I'm really glad I, I'm so glad we're not inconveniencing you at all. She's like very genuinely like, like thank you so much. Like, I appreciate it. Um, I. I try to be as helpful as I can when I can. You can see that she's visibly grimacing. Beautiful yeah. smile. Well, looks like we're here. Arcanium, the one and only. Uh, she goes, Ablando Cabambo, snaps her fingers, and then the disc dematerializes, and the, uh, the rectangles thump onto the ground. Well, Pinky, the guy with the fishing net, the guy with the purple eyes. Hmm. 
Uh, it was good to, good to meet you. See you on the flip side. And she starts walking down the stairs. She's going to wait. Oh, did you say bye, Hummus? Bye, Hummus. Real fast. Do you have the purple eyes? Uh, Baron. Ooh. Attractive. Okay. As she starts walking down, out of sight. Before you lays three doors, one to the archive, one to the Arcanium, and one to the Academy. Maya, um, Asha, your mother, um, Aliyah, you know, works in the Academy. She is the head trainer for most vigils, especially after they've finished their training. As vigils, she continues to, to work with the groups. Um, standing this close to where she works, especially with how the last few conversations with her have gone, can we be a little bit on edge? Or however you're feeling. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know if she would vocalize it, though. I think she would continue. Did you guys enter into the uh, Arcanium. You find yourself in what looks to be a large workroom, in a sense. You see very many, like, different tinkered upon gadgets and uh, different what look to be magical artifacts that are under scrupulous study, um, all on different workbenches and tables. You see a top floor with different what looks to be bookshelves lining to the top, as well as farther in the corner, um, just across the way, you see what looks to be uh, a doorway that has been draped with some sort of uh, dark cloth ahead of it, and it says above it, keep out serious work being done. Um, as you look around, though, you do not see anyone necessarily um, out in the open. Um, as of right now, but you do hear what sounds to be some sort of talking coming from behind the uh, the uh, the keep out cloth door. And and Elias' experience, how serious is the keep out? I, I imagine that you didn't really have tons to do in here. Arcanium, though they were all fairly good friends of your. Um, your father. Um, so you know more is like, oh, that's my dad's roommate from college. I know them, but um, okay. you've never been past it. Um, they seem fairly guarded by whatever lies behind the uh, the cloth. Um. Though most of the times when your father, when you, or your father, when with when you were with him, would have entered this room, he would have kind of announced himself, and then every single time he would have given you a wink before someone would have came out behind that. So I guess uh, Elia would announce herself and say, uh, "We have something to be studied." Um. With that, you can hear the voices behind the, their, um, kind of quiet down, like, oh, and then, uh, you see 
one head poke out from behind the cloth. And you see what looks to be kind of an old, like a not crazy old, but very skinny, wiry uh, gentleman with the the starting of what looks to be facial hair uh, on him. It's not very very thick. Um, he wears glasses, um, has what looks to be some soot smudged on his face. Um, and he like kind of disappears out. Yes. Um, we have this obelisk thing we found on our mission and thought it would be a good thing to bring to you guys to study. Mm, very nice. Um, give me one moment. He closes a... Amy, he like positions himself to come out of the cloth doorway without like revealing anything that's inside. Um, at least he does his best to, to basically hide it, whatever's behind the, the curtain. Can I make a perception roll? Oh, yes, you may. As he's doing that, I'll lean over to Pinky. Pinky, I bet you could pull a really good trick if you could get in there. Oh, a natural 20. First a roll is a nat 20. Nat from 20 with a 24. From what you can see, with the brief glimpse um, just between like um, like the opening between his arm as he's like moving the curtain, you see what looks to be some sort of table and you see a couple of other figures standing around it or at least sitting around it. It's hard to make sense on whatever's on the table, but you're able to tell that there's definitely other people there and they're what you could assume discussing something around a table. Okay. With Baron's announcement, Pinky's face is going to light up and she's going to go into stealth mode. And I'd like you to do something. Alright, good rolls, good rolls. Nope, that's a that's a ten. Ten. Well, he might roll worse. No, never know. You know, in my mind, I was like, this guy would be pretty perceptive. Like, he'd be pretty good at it. Yeah. I, I I, was thinking like a plus seven, at least. You rolled a two. You're kidding. <laughs> he seems a little bit flabbergasted um, with whatever's going on. Um, he's like, yes, yes, yes. Um, just, just set it down there. Um, just on that, that table. Now, uh, and he grabs like a piece of parchment and a quill, dips in some ink and says, now, where did you find this item? Um, um crap, for let's say, what was this city called? Um, have not, yeah. Um, it was in the, um, Underdark of Havnok? In the... Underdark? Wow. Uh, um, really deep. Yeah, well, I, I don't know exactly how deep we were. We were deep enough to find another city, so. Hmm. Ah, not really Underdark, just underneath the city. Uh, that city is known for its layers. It's. Yeah. Alright, no worries. Okay. Mm hmm. And uh, anything noticed thus far? Any abilities? Anything like that that maybe we should be aware of? Activation words? Anything along that line? Hmm? 
Not that I can think of, no. Nothing that they can think of. Okay. That's all it's, I need. It might be evil? Ah, he unrolls the paper again. It might be evil. Perfect. Okay. Rolls up the parchment, ties it, and sets it on top of the, uh, the prism itself that is now resting on one of the tables. I have a question um, for you, real quick. Yes. With my perception check, did I happen to see my mother in that room? You did not. Okay. I'm going to pretend like I did and just be like, oh, well, tell my mom I said hi. And turn around and start walking away. Perfect. Now another. Oh, not on this. Ah, oh, dang. Um, <laughs> pulls out another scroll. That's his planner. Starts all over. Now, um, now what was your name? You're the officer girl, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes, I remember you. You were just this high when uh, you and your father were coming to the he was a great tinker. Mm-hmm. Great tinker, indeed. All right, I'll let your uh, your uh, your mother know. Okay, so cool. Oh, we'll We're all here. Okay. You were just kind of disgruntled with everything that happened previously. So you just didn't come. Okay. And Opal grabbed the door. Opal grabbed the door. The, the cloth? Or, the curtain. Whatever. Um, as you approach it, to sneak in there. So, yeah, Pinky's like already starting. He's already like like sneaking. Yeah. You can you can see Pinky sneaking. Well, I'm not trying to get in. I know. Yeah. As you go to approach it, he will like stand from you. Um, excuse me. Uh, as you can see, the sign says to keep out, restrict there. Very important work being done there. Yeah, I'm not trying to get in, but I want to just. Heavily advise you to be cautious with this item and let me know if anything odd occurs, please. The name's Opal. Opal. Grabs out another piece of paper. Opal. Uh, any last name? Elise. Elise. That's a very nice last name. Um, and. Would you like to be notified when we first uh, do our experiments on this? Yes. Um, would you like to be notified? Would you like to be present? Yes. Would like to be notified and be present. Okay, we can uh, we can arrange that. That's no problem. Um, what are your procedures if anything goes away? Do you immediately destroy things? Do you immediately steal things? We definitely take a lot of precautions to making sure that any item is able to be contained um, if necessary. Usually a lot of our study actually happens um, for the first time in a demiplane that we use um, for such events. Or worse from source, we destroy the demiplane and scatter the object in the actual plane. Thank you. So, Understood. But we will definitely invite you to be there. Um, yeah. I wanted to be Yes, yes. Oh, yeah? Roll an intimidation check. Nice. Intimidation, like. You mean like persuasion? <laughs> like a. Um, are you trying to scare him or are you trying to, to persuade him? To, 
be like take it more seriously. Like, like, we'll do instead of the mics, we'll do persuasion because my guys um that's the clue. Okay. Yeah, that. He sees that you're genuinely serious about whatever this is, and you have a lot of weight to it, so he, he regards your concerns. It will be about uh, three to five business days before we're able to get to it. Um, you know, plenty of work, things like that. Okay. You have one. I have one day. Really? Around here telling me how to do my job, huh? Very interesting. Oh, pull the lease, huh? Um, so, I'm just wondering, who died and made you in charge of me? Uh, Someone's uh, clicking on the caption. Hey, Kyle, stop. Um, well, if this isn't taken with extreme caution and urgency, a lot of people could die, and it would be on your name. Hmm. I do not want that. Maybe what we'll do right now is we'll send it to the uh, demiplane that we will be doing experiment on. Um, we may still not get to it for a little bit of time, but at least there it's contained. Um, it is not upon the plane that we are residing on right now, which gives us a lot of uh, safety. And mostly it just comes down to, I really don't like being told what to do. I don't blame you, I don't either. However, this is serious. So let's work together as I trust your judgment, but I also need you to trust mine. I'll tell you what. I will make arrangements to start working on it now. And when you come back, I'll have a favor to ask. Sound like a deal? Yes. Perfect. I think you'll quite enjoy it as well. As he cracks his knuckles. All right, off with you all. We have important business to do. How far is Pinky in? Like, Pinky, where is she? Um, like, do we need to? While this was all going on, Pinky, you've been able to get to the corner, and you're still small in stature, so you're able to kind of peer around it. Now I have to roll for the people inside the room if they can see you. Kidding. I understand. <laughs> okay. So there's five other people in the room. Four of them? Or actually, no. There's five in total with the guy, but he left. There's four other people in the room. Four, three of them. Well, two of them rolled a five. One of them rolled a four. And then the last one rolled a 17. I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to actually do it. So as you first peer around, this is what you see. As you look upon the table, you see what looks to be uh, on one side a chair that's um, a little bit raised than the other ones as the other people are sitting evenly spaced around this square table. Um, each of them seems to have some sort of notes in front of them. The one that's a little bit higher has some sort of a blockade in front of them, um, keeping their notes hidden from the others. At the center of the table, you notice, with the quick look that you're able to get, um, what looks to be almost like a mock battle scene, um, with small figurines expertly crafted. They're playing dungeons. And 
they um, quite quite well. You see one larger figure. It looks to be in the form of some sort of um, stone giant. Um, all of, uh, of the four individuals that are still in this room are talking talking fervently, and you see one of them goes to approach the the far corner with the the papers that are hidden and he starts to look a little bit over the edge it's about that point where as he goes to look over he catches you looking at him um in the doorway and you make eye contact and he goes (laughs) (laughs) i think he's gonna uh, gonna do the like the the confused dog, like, head tilt for a second. Like, walk around for just a minute more. And then she's going to be like, and she's going to slowly back away. So, that's what uh, she's seeing in the other room. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's going to, um, and I'm just, I'm picturing that, like, she lets the flap close. She, like, turns around so it's at her back. And she's going to do, like, a silent little laugh to herself. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't sure. understand exactly what's happening, but she knows it's a game that they're playing. And she's like, this is really funny. They're pulling a prank on everyone else because they're supposed to be working, right? <laughs> Anyways. So she's very amused. It usually takes three to five days to get to the front. <laughs> <laughs> You think that the mechanic, the magical items that they're able to create are awesome? You should see the rule books that they've created. It's whack. <laughs> Anyways, they they call themselves the wizards of the coast. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> with that, um, I'm assuming at that point you all start heading your way out of the. Uh, Arcane. Anything else that you'd like to do here? Mm-hmm. You can just ask me if you have any questions on the map or anything like that. Ask some random new civilian. How do we even know what that word means? Archive? <laughs> Arcanium? Arcanium or yeah. which one? That word. Arcane is kind of like the word of like magic. It's basically like the place for place magic. magical items. It's basically from what you can gather, the area in which the lighthouse um, brings magical items that they find, as well as create their own for the use of their their vigils. Then the academy like a college library, and then the it's archive. Ipswarm Archive. That's more like the the Museum. library itself. The archive is. The academy is more based on like teaching vigils, more skills, as well as usually there's whenever you're during your downtime, and you'll come to find this out as time goes on. You'll be asked to go to the academy, and you'll be taught on a specific matter, whether that is the um like the weaknesses of a specific type of enemy, 
or things like that. And that's really something that you can go and do on your own as well. If there's something that you would like to study up on, as we had kind of the uh, um, the rule introduced in our session zero, but it's been a long time and we haven't really used it yet. There's basically a way that you can, through training, gain yourself advantage on specific checks, as well as eventually gain proficiency in different abilities, depending on what you study slash uh, practice. So the uh, academy is basically where that happened. Inky, did you find anything? That's they're the ones who like to check on ice, because they're not working in there. They're playing a game. <laughs> She's it's, this is between her and Baron. Like this is their little secret. <laughs> Hmm. Sounds about right. All right. What, what do you guys? What would you guys like to do now? You still been asked to go in the I want my apartment. Yeah. But yeah, but you can do that. Too. We didn't even get a room when we first got here. They just sent us right on a mission. Doesn't that bug any of you guys? Um, I actually already have a room here, so. It didn't bug well, me. I got what? Had an extra bed. Rooms? I'm. I guess. I don't. I actually don't know how that's gonna work. What do you mean you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you live here, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not here. Here, I live, um, out in the, the town. But yeah. Yeah, home cooked meals. Uh, yeah, all the time. Granted, I'm normally the one who cooks, but they're not allowed to go back home. You must stay here and cook for us all. I mean, let's. I guess we can go check out how the dorms. I actually don't know how the dorms are set up. So, let's go check out the dorms. Go find the IHOP guy, right? It's about that point where you see a version of him like over by the uh, archive. And he's just like grumbling as you kind of see like a corner's been chipped or something like that. Probably, you know, it's IHOB, right? I have. I have. All right. Like, think about Captain Ahab, but in 7A, yeah. it's like I. I uh, hey, I have. Hey, huh? Ah, what do you want? Um. We need directions to the, uh, get our dorms. 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 Brand new vigils. Brand new vigils. And you need dorms. All right, call me. Come on. As he starts like slowly like walking his way. Um, he looks to be some sort of um, elderly elf gentleman in, from what you could tell. And you know how long elves live. He's probably ancient. Um, and with how many clones you see around, he must be... Uh, a very powerful magic user. Um, as he um, starts to walk away, he's like, ah. And he walks back and he will cast Mending on the stone, fixing uh, the, the little chin. All right, all right, yeah. All right, good. You said you need new dorms? Brand new vigils? Yes. Okay. Um, we have uh, two options. 
could have a dorm on the top row or dome on dorm on the second high second to bottom um how are the how are the dorms set up we'll we'll get that one get to that when we get there don't worry but, but i just need to know the location wait well I would turn up look at everybody. I vote the top so that we're more central in the White House structure. Now, the problem with that is then if you go to the places like the commons or like outside, you have to fight a walk. But get your steps in. That's what I always say. So, what's even in the lighthouse? That's a great question. As you can see, as you ask that, he like kind of like just looks up in a little bit of pride, just a little, little of happiness in, a, in his, his face. Uh, right now, we're standing on the uh, um, on the uh, um, the uh, intrepidory level of the the lighthouse. Uh, basically, it's second level up. Uh, this is where the uh, uh, the archive, the Arcanium, and the Academy are uh, set. Um, uh, a lot of it just come there if you need study, if you need to learn about a magic item, or maybe get one commissioned um, for the right price. You can do that here as well as the library. Um, above this is the uh, uh, Aventadori level that includes the uh, Hall of the Fallen, the the commissions, which is kind of like you can get there, like the offices. Um, that's where the car cartographer and communications uh, are at, as well as uh, it includes the uh, the lantern. Basically, that's the you would almost say the HQ of uh, all vigil operations uh, um, are kind of headed out that way. We keep track of where our vigils have gone, where they're at, like from our reports where they are going, so that way we know who's where, as well as just. Uh, making sure that resources are going to where they need to go, things like that. You know, all the uh, bureaucratic paperwork stuff. And are vigils allowed anywhere? Um, yeah, you're basically allowed anywhere. You'll be told if there's a location that you're not allowed in. But you can head up to the uh, lantern room, just don't get them. I have a problem with that. Well, there's what else a... is there in the lighthouse? There's a lot of other things that you don't necessarily need to know about, but I'm explaining the things that you need to. Anyways, um, the level that you're going to need to know of the most will be the, the promontory. That's the, the base level. That's where uh, they nicknamed it Keys Cabinet, or I consider that the dorms uh, are located as well as beneath the, the large... Uh, staircase lie the envoy, the service room, the quartermasters, and the commons. The envoy is basically the head of missions. That's where um, vigils uh, that are active duty go to get their missions, things like that. The service room is basically, you could say, our um, hospital. Uh, a lot of vigils go out on missions. They get hurt. They get injured. You know, lose arms die, things like that. Um, if that ever happens to you or one of your comrades, go to the service room. They usually can help you out. Dying is a little hard. Sometimes they can bring you back. They try. 
just don't die and then you don't have to worry about it i answer um quartermasters basically it's one-stop shop for everything you need um go there buy things they have blacksmith potions and miriam who's over the head of it she does some enchanting she has a couple magic items usually on hand uh see what she has in stock if you have money anyways uh, after that is the commons uh, commons is basically like you could say the bar cafeteria portion of the lighthouse uh, all your meals are covered since you're active so if you ever get hungry just lay on there it's food and that, that's basically it uh, for what you need to know yeah Great. All right, let's go. He starts walking off. Wait, he hasn't been walking this whole time? No. He was too excited to explain to be able to walk and to talk. He needs to stand there and pronounce it to everyone. Eventually, though, you do get there, um, whether by walking and talking or not. Um, Chase, real fast, can you repeat what's the room where people are brought back to life, possibly? Service room. At some point during this tour thing that we're doing, Moss wants to sneak over to the service room. Um, you're not giving him a tour right now. He's just taking you to the dorms, and then it's basically up to you guys with what you'd like to do for um, some of the remainder of the time. Okay. Just heads up. Moss is going to sneak in. No worries. Um, as you guys head to that top level of the uh, the keys cabinet. Um, head down about midway along the, the rimmed shelf. You look off to one side, it's just kind of like a straight drop down. You can see rooms underneath where you're at, different tiers and levels um, as well. I'll build one on top of each other. Um, the level that you're here um, gives you a very good view of this beautiful um, arrangement. And from what you can see, a lot of the different rooms, like the entrances, look different. They they all have different kind of vibes. Some of them look just, you know, like a normal one door, but some of them look basically like you're entering into a forest. Or some of them look um, like the uh, made out of crystalline structure. Um, though each and every one of them uh, the doors have worked themselves into the the stone masonry of itself. Um, it's all kind of made to be what you would like. Uh, from what you can see, there's a lot of personality in the, the dorms as you pass. As you come up to a spot, you see next to where uh, I have stops is a blank wall. Uh, nothing there. All right. What kind of door you want? What? What kind of door you want? You know, a big door, you want a small door, medium sized door. Let's have. You can sort of look at the prettiest, floweriest door. She's going to point at it and say, I want one like that, but pink. Pink? Bam. And you see, like, this small, like. Oh, pinky. No. It's the size only for pinky. Um, And it's like (laughs) flowers, and it's super pretty. Um, very pink, very 
illustrious, but it is only like two feet tall. It's so a doggy door. It's like a doggy door. <laughs> one and a half feet tall. So. so this is one door for all of us, all of our door. Yeah, this is going to be everyone's door. Uh, <laughs> if you make it maybe able to fit, you know, I'll look at some of us taller people, you know? You know, what about like one of those big doors? I got a little excited. I've never seen a door this small. <laughs> so I and then the same exact door just goes but bigger. It's like the size of a, a normal door. You know? Maybe you could make a small door and a big door. No, you just get one door. What if the small door is part of the big door? Like it opens, like the big door is the wall for the small door. So like you have like a doorknob in the stone that opens up and it's just like like the the masonry work that's just like a secret door, but then below it is just like a little tiny flowery door that's like a doggy door inside of it. Yeah, that's. What, I didn't really mean like that the door is also like stone. Like that is our custom door that doesn't involve Pinky. She has her own door. Okay, so Pinky and Moss. Yeah, Pinky and Moss get the, get the cute door. Us big kids get the big kid door. What? What are you talking about, big kids? You're a small kid. <laughs> I am possibly your age. Muscle stab him if Brendan even picks him up. Big door, like we were talking about the seven panels. Like wood paneling? No. What? Um, I'm explain it. Engraved wooden outcroppings, and maybe we could do like a symbol for each of us. Mm, interesting. I like the idea. That's a really fun way of taking it. All right, perfect. Let's start this archway as a uh, uh, this nice, like almost um, rough-hewn granite um, archway that stands out from the gray stone of the the normal. Uh, it has that white with almost speckled look to it. Um, though it's not polished marble, it's kind of that rougher human. Um, definitely has a more air of um, regalty as the door itself um, becomes a nice dark uh, oak um, with different um, silver linings as it. Um, at the bottom of the door still stands the little flowery door, like a doggy door. Um, what kind of symbols do you guys want for each of your characters? Strike Retra. Strike Easy. Um, Adelaide would like the symbol of Yalfa, like a star and like a moon. Like it. Like a moon with some stars. Yeah, you see a Strike Retra. Uh, moon stars. All right, what do you want? As he points to you, Baron. Uh, I'll just grab my dagger and stick it into the stone and just carve like a just a slash and then that's a slash. You know I, I you know I could have done that. You didn't need to do that. You could have just said whatever. Okay. Little flowers come out of it. So pretty. Um you and as he points to you, Ren. Um I don't know. This is too much pressure. I don't I don't know a, a, a symbol that I want. 
Yeah, something fishy maybe. Oh, what if you were to do like a kraken? Can I can I think about it? Uh as it like, just becomes a question mark right there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can have a placeholder for now, but um, you know, I would say the best thing to do is just choose now because you're gonna forget. Everyone does. You're just gonna become the door. Just pick something. And <laughs> be First slot, best slot. Um, hmm. I mean, you look. You look in the ocean. Yeah. What do you want? You got the ocean. You got. Cool. You got your net. You got. You got like a fish. You got like a lightning bolt. I see your full javelin. Maybe move on to one of the other. Guys All right, you think about it. you think yeah, about it. Okay, you're last. Uh, Pinky, he points to you. Wait a minute. Oh, Pinky, cupcake. <laughs> not a cupcake. Oh my. God. Okay, not a cupcake. How about a pink mushroom? Uh, I don't do colors. It's only a stencil. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Um. The colors for the door. It's <laughs> not the symbols. They, they have to match. It all has to be the silver outlay. Hey, okay. Except yours, because you're... Anyways, no, no, no. We could do a mushroom. We could do... We could think that it's pink. I just can't do the color. Maybe I could. What is it? Wings. Wings? Like, what kind of wings? <laughs> Like chicken wings? My, my, my wings. She's gonna, you know, flash yeah. her wings and flutter them. That 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 that's a little more. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> All right, the thump of ammo. As you see, two fairy wings appear on it. Uh, uh, Asha girl. Alive. What do you want? What do you want? Um. I don't know. I'm in the same boat as like red. I don't know what a lie would want. Question Two question marks. Come on, guys. Um, maybe uh, a, like a. A fork and a knife, I guess. I don't know. You don't look like a big eater, but uh, I'll do it. Kablamo, as you can see, like two, like a cross, like like the the cross bones of a pirate flag, instead of being a skull and like a skull and crossbones. It's like a dinner plate with like a fork and a knife underneath it. Awesome. All right, my elevationally chimlish. Friend, as he points to you, Melis. Uh, all right. Do you have a piece of paper? No. Sorry, what was that? Paper, though. And he hands it to you. Moss is going to grab it. And you all watch as Moss because he quickly makes a quick sketch. Um, sort of like a half circle on the top with a square at the bottom with sort of like a jagged line through the center of it all. That's a moss hands that back. It's like, hey, put this on my door. Okay. Like a tombstone that's broken? Similar. Okay. Similar. Okay. All right. Up to the Y level. 
as you see the the uh, well, we have two. We have one. One left. I uh, I expect big things. You've had the most time. <laughs> I <laughs> okay. I wanna I wanna represent my my deities. So here's what I've got. In the circle of like a wave, there's like a lightning bolt harpoon coming out of it. So you've got Baisha, Yoko, and Toyosava in there. Oh, that's sick. Like the, the harpoon with a lightning bolt head coming out of the wave. Yeah, kind of. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can hash it out yeah, later. Yeah. Awesome. I'll tell you that yeah. much. It has that feel. Ah, oh, that's interesting. I like it. It's better than question mark. Poblamo! And that is all the Poblamos for this hunt. As he opens up the door. Actually, wait, as he shuts the door. Um, for those who'd like to use the smaller one, you may do so. <laughs> Thank you. Use the smaller door. <laughs> Mostly, okay. As uh, as he opens up the door, and the rest of you enter, you find yourself into a blank uh, room. With it's like you think just like a twenty by twenty room. There's literally nothing in it. The potential. Potential. The potential. All right. So how many we got here? Seven. One, two, three, four. All right. Since we started with, uh, you were kind of in the middle. Uh, what was it, Ren? Yeah, Ren, you were kind of in the middle. We'll start with the, the kind of the more end, uh, Moss. Um, again, basically like a 10 by 10 room. Anything, any features that you really want in it? As he, as he touches the wall, kind of the farthest to the corner. Uh, and you see a door forms, just a scent, like a simple door. Um, and on the other side, you can see what looks to be a small bedroom. Nothing just You don't want like furniture? In a 10 by 10 room, you mean a bed, a desk, and a little, and a bookcase that has books. Uh, a bed just out like the ceiling and just materializes. Same with like a desk and a, a bookcase. Um, <laughs> like, the, he did, he's just totally like black. Like just what do you want? Bed? Boss <laughs> 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 is actually going to be in sort of shock. He's like, can I get a bust of my head? Question mark. Yeah, but that's probably all you're gonna get. <laughs> it's like a small, like marble bust lands on the desk, and it's of a very similar likeness to you. Um, though it looks a little bit more stately uh, than your usual. It looks a little bit more what? Um, it looks. It's almost like if someone were to take moss and sculpt him in a, like a regal position, like kind of like somber look on his face. He, he took a little bit of artistic liberty. You can Moss is going to run up and like grab him real fast and say, hey, hey, I, I know I, I already asked this, but can I get a different, different of my head, but try and de-age me. 
to maybe early 20s. Do you got a picture or a sketch of you from your 20s? I need something to work with, man. I know, but you got the creativity to pull it off. Okay, I can do my best. Um, can you describe yourself from when you were 20? Moss then gives a description of what he looked like when he was 20. Um, would you like to give that to everyone? Like, could you, could, I, not as like, I'm asking, I'm like asking you, would you be willing to give a description of what you look like? Yeah. Moss, 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 like, same height as always, always been about this height. Jet black hair, a little, a little scar on the left eye. You can sort of see it through the wrinkles right now, but the scar on the left eye. Jaw comes down at a 90 degree angle. Little bit of stubble on the chin. Lean. Sharp eyebrows. Ooh. Some people said I had a snarl over the face, but that's because they were afraid of And as, as Moss is talking, you guys would notice that he's starting to sort of like glaze over his eyes as he just begins like rambling off a couple things. He's like, you know, my friends would always say that. It was very sharp to the, the blade, if you know what I mean. But anyways, just... Yeah, so, so, sorry, sorry, something like that. I think that's a good enough description, especially with, I already got something to work there. I, I can kind of try to fill in the, the age gap, you could say. All right. As um, the bust face kind of morphs into a fairly accurate representation of what you described for yourself when you were when you were a young man. I'm also just going to like, he's going to stare at this bust. And he's going to be like, oh. It's, it's like how it's supposed to be. Thanks. I, uh, I do pride myself on my work. I think that's like only the third bust I've done of someone for their room. So, uh, Moss isn't even paying attention. He's just staring at that bust very intently. Yeah. As he kind of turns to the rest of me, a little bit more. I have a theory about Moss. Yeah. Anyways. So. Next up, uh, I think we, uh, Aliyah, you're, you're next. Uh, we'll put you right next to Moss. Uh, what do you want your room to look like? <laughs> As you see the, the little 10 by 10 room forms right in front of you. <laughs> like he was pushing something out. <laughs> um, she's going she's gonna to look at him a little bit sheepishly. And she's going to be like, is there any way to make the room a little bit bigger? Mm. No. Sorry, it's, it's standard procedure. Uh, for these rooms that are... Okay. No! Uh, what are we allowed... Uh, okay, so I I had a phone call from work um, while you were describing kind of what the dorms are like. Can I get a quick rundown of, like... The size is basically just a set. Like, the 10 by 10 of the small, like, dorm room. But the uh the difference is is basically you can ask whatever furnishings that you feel like would fit in there and they'll be like yeah i can do that um to a certain extent like if you get to the point where like i want this and this and this and this like, then you will be like ah. so are like is the dorm kind of like how would you describe the dorms if that makes sense is it more of like like uh a I have like a college dorm, or would you say it's more of like My Hero Academia dorm? Um, I haven't watched. 
I like watched like the first ten minutes of the first episode of My Hero Academia. So the My Academia one is it's like kind of like a house. There's like a sitting room, a kitchen. There's so all this that kind of stuff for it. The room that you guys are all standing in is twenty by twenty ish room. Um, as you can actually see, it's grown a little bit because of the size of people that you have. So there'll be three rooms on one side, one room at the far end, and then three rooms on the other side. Um, this is kind of basically big enough of an area to have kind of a common room if you want to have stuff here. You can, uh, you have like things that you want to hang on the wall, you do that, things like that. From your travel love, vigils, from what you know, use this little common room as like a, a collective meeting place for their, their group. But their dorms are usually uh, specifically pertaining to them, whatever they would like. Um, so whatever you want. Okay. Um, is it okay if I have like a little cooking station in there? Uh, sure. It's a little small, but what we'll do is we'll. Here, I have an idea. Boom! Is it a, a top bunk goes up, up? So like your bed's off the ground. Underneath that. Uh, you can see kind of like a large, like a corner kitchen has been set up where you have enough space to cook and have countertop as well as your bed set above kind of the, the cabinets. So that way you can work underneath and then at night crawl up the ladder into your bed. Um, and then uh, a bookshelf would be great. As a, a bookshelf um, on the other side. Could it be like a just just the shelf? Could it be like a bookshelf desk, where it's kind of like it's like a desk, and then on top it's like a like a bookshelf? Yeah, yeah we can do that. It's like uh, out out of the the shelf basically just become uh, a desk. Aw, and I think that would be it for me. Well, good deal. Enjoy it. Well, less. Um. As he walks to the next person, I'd say that'd probably be Pinky. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I'm assuming she can have a lot more in her room because she is small, so all her furniture will be smaller. Yeah. Okay. It's the same size, but like for you, this is like a, a huge floor. Very nice. Okay. Okay. Um. So in one corner, I want like a big tree that kind of goes up and from the branches. Uh, hangs a little hammock for me to sleep in. And then I want a little desk on one side. Um, and a chest of drawers to keep all my cool things in. Um, I want lots of shelves to put all the plants on. Um, I want a little couch in the corner. I want a little bookshelf. Um, I want a big flower chandelier if I can do that. Um, can we do a pink rug? Is that okay? Um, I want a little display hook for my lute. I want a hook for my hat and a little mirror. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. My favorite thing is a hook for my hat. That's so cute. <laughs> That's so, so cute. <laughs> it's like... Like, it, it kind of reminds you of going home because the door and the inside of it is actually made to be, like, rear size. But it's a little bit bigger, so, like, it's quite... quite comforting in a sense like everything there is like um pinky size mm. it's really okay but but 
She's going to insist that there is a way for other people to enter her room because she doesn't want to be the she may be the only person that fits all that furniture, but she wants to show off her room. Like we'll do the double door again as you get another door. It's not very it's not as fancy as the front one, but then a, a bigger door about that. So someone else. A fancy door and then a big plain door. Yeah. All right. Like to see it. Good deal. There is there is like a, a normal person size folding chair in your room. <laughs> People do need yes. to it's literally massive content compared to everything else. It's huge. It's kind of unwieldy, but I actually imagine it's just like folded up because it's like a folding chair. It's just yeah, like on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> like hung up on the side so that way you can get down and um, it's hung up on the back of the door, right? <laughs> yeah, Ren, you get the farthest door just straight ahead from the the main entrance. Okay. Here's what I want. Are you able to make it it's like I have a window looking out to somewhere else? Somewhere else? Yeah, we could probably do something like that. Sure. Cool. I want... Here's what I'm imagining. It's not a real window, but... Yeah, I, I don't... Like... It's not like a portal. Um, yeah. If you do that, you might die. Just a wonder. It's worth a shot, you know? Okay, here's, here's what I'm imagining. Very cozy, very bohemian, lots of textiles. Um, I want like a, a sleeping mat. Like Not family. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I do want a shrine in there for all all deities. And I'll, I'll, I'll look at them and say, I'm not evil, don't worry. You know, I've, I've heard about the beliefs of uh, of uh, Lennon, a lot of the people there. Okay, then you understand. It's crazy, it's crazy but I understand. It, not really, but um, I do want a little shrine there where I can like make little offerings, um, burn some herbs, you know, the whole, oh, the whole, the whole gig. Um, I want like a, you know, one of those. They're not like ladders, but like they, people like hang like cloth over them, like over the rungs to like display. Yeah. Like blankets or something. Oh yeah. See, I want, I want one of those. Or something like on like the wall. Blankets on it. So I can like display these these beautiful textiles from my home or from my travels that I I acquire. Um a small writing desk. I've gotten really into writing like a journaling. Um I share I want to share all these stories with family and stuff, so a nice place to sit down. Um, I don't want any like chairs. I want all like pillows and cushions. So the desk would be like, lower on the ground. Yeah, like bean bags, you know, <laughs> lava lamps, uh, Christmas lights uh, all around. No, so yeah, like it's just like pillows and like maybe like an ottoman. Like if we're getting really into interior design, a poof, you know, they're cozy, you know, whatever. Right in the middle. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so my writing desk there with like a little, maybe like a little like oil lamp. Um, and then I want shelves where I can like display souvenirs from like missions that we go on. Yeah. Um, and I want uh, uh, like empty plaques where I can display fish that I catch. Oh, that's awesome. For the future. Um, and I want the window to be looking out 
um, like over like Bawuli and the lagoon there. And if, like it, generic, if it can provide some sounds, that'd be cool too. It's like generic beach with like the the white noise of like the waves crashing. It, yeah. It's kind of like the same ten minute loop, but it's it it, it helps have the feel. The ten minutes are all you need. Yeah, uh, it might be a little longer than ten minutes. Maybe it's like an hour loop, but it's it's long enough that after a certain point you'll be able to recognize what point of the uh, the recording you're in. Yeah. It's my favorite part. The seagull's gonna come. Oh, there it is. He's back. All right. I think that's that's kind of what I want. That's the vibe. It's a good vibe. Perfect. Okay. All right. Um, you, the guy with the knife, and um, head strong as uh, the wall forms into a room. What would you like? Uh, nothing fancy, honestly. Uh, As you see a sign on top of the door, it comes nothing fancy. Uh, you can get rid of those. Oh, dang it. I always love those, like the mom signs that are always hanging in people's houses. <laughs> nothing fancy, honestly. Do you think you could just give me, like, a. Uh, a uh, small bed with just maybe some straws, a mattress. Sure. And, I don't know that. Pinky size bed. Maybe a, a small reading nook. Uh, and if possible, um, something to hang up all my armor and weapons and something to train with in there. Mm. Hi. Right. Sounds good. <laughs> As a, uh, a simple bed lands with cab on the far side, um, a ring up the other corner is taken up by what looks to be places to be able to hang armor as well as right next to it looks to be some sort of training dummy. Um, it's quite a tight room for a lot of train, but we think that you can work on some of the things. It looks like it's not like a stuck in place. Like if you want to, you can use this to knock it around or stuff like that um as well as um yeah this he also sneaks in the nothing fancy sign um, in there so, i loved it i just don't get rid of it so how are you able to to like do all this well it's interesting basically none of this stuff exists what if you take it outside your germ it will basically dematerialize doesn't exist but in here, in this semi-demi-plane, semi, don't worry, you, it, it's it's still safe to bring like other demi-planes as he looks at Pablo's backpack. It's That's okay. That's safe. Uh, you just gotta be careful, you know. You don't want to take anything in here out that I've created. Um, and in this state, state I, I have kind of control just how to create pools, you know. Uh, I only have so much room to work with, that's why it's only like 10 by 10 rooms it has to stay within a certain size limit so what happens if it gets too big um just say that we don't want your door to lead to a different so that's the biggest thing it gets too big it becomes a little bit hard to control 
you gotta imagine this isn't the only one I'm dealing with. Me and the other I have, so we have like literally like 300 different stores, 300 different groups that we own. So it's 250, or I don't know, some of them. But I just thought of one more thing. Ah. Uh, I know it'll be a squeeze, but maybe you can make it so that it's can go into the wall or something and come out, but like an alchemy station. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, we can do that. Uh, as he he basically builds and kind of like a chest into the wall close to where the reading nook between the reading nook and the bed. Basically, if you unhinge it and fold it down, it becomes a desk that is on it. Now you have to bring your own materials, uh, but the equipment's there. Uh, and if you have more, it's very simple. It's just like you know, uh, a very simple get-up set up for it. All right, problems are almost done. I know this takes a long time, but it's it's just you know. All right, uh, the Moon Girl. Uh, I don't. I can't remember your, your name. What do you want? As the the room forms. Oh. And, uh, you... <laughs> oh. and uh, you can't do decor. This is just furnishings and such. Uh, can do some decor. I'm just saying, um, if there's anything that you're really attached to from what I make, just make sure you don't take it out of the room or it'll be destroyed. And um... well, let's see. I think I brought most things that I need with me. Uh, let's see. Can we do? A nice uh, four-poster bed. You do realize this is a ten-foot by ten-foot room. Quite a thin four-poster bed. It's like <laughs> it's just like a one-person four-post bed still, with like kind of the drapes and stuff like that, uh, shoved to the side. As it like, so I can't. We'll do uh, a good size closet for ten by ten. You can use your discretion with that. Uh, Do you want it to be walk-in? To you... where? <laughs> exactly. That's what the thing is. Like, it'd be literally just a closet and a bed. And a bed. Oh, this is my walk-in closet. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'll just, you know, I'll just put hangers around. <laughs> this is good. Let's do, let's maybe section up this part. We can do like a nice row of hangers over here. And then over here, let's do shelving or shoes. And there'll be a few books, or hats, crowns, and another spot for hair. Uh, could I could I have maybe like a clear case here, where the angers are, where perhaps they could uh, maybe have like a, a special case in the floor, some of the more nicer items, comfortable and such, um, hair pieces, and a vanity. Yeah, we can do that. The next plug. No. Of course, use your own design as you see fit. But do note that my favorite colors are silver and um, pink, oil blue, or like a pearly pink. Rather than. And uh, again, with the rug, I have like stars, moons, and anything that has a little handles. <laughs> Little tiny stars. Imagine that you get the uh, the glow of the dark stars and moons on your ceiling as well. Can we please have that in your room? <laughs> you turn it off. And... <laughs> if we have room for a window, so that should do. 
and let's see. I think that should be all right. Literally, basically, what this is is a very nice walk-in closet with a vanity, uh, hanging areas above with um, shelves on one side for shoes and a very nice um, um, container, almost like a hope chest that you could put a lot of your nicer things with glass top for displaying some of the items as well as like a bed as and your um, rug, the glowy stars up above. <laughs> and that's basically a, what you got. Oh, could you add in just a small shrine by the bed for worship? Of course. Um, which gun? Just... Uh, Yafa. Yafa, bam! Yes. You see, like, <laughs> as a, a shrine appears at them. Okay, okay, okay. Last, but hopefully not least, yeah, well, Ryan, yeah, I've seen a lot of good designs today. This is one of my favorite things, so. What do you got for me? <laughs> as the, the forms. <laughs> Um, is it possible for me to have a door that has a seal on it where only I can see the word and only I can enter and give approval for whoever enters? Why is it a secret at all? Open about everything, Ren. No. Um, (laughs) honestly, everyone's welcome. We don't love doing that, but. Well, I'll tell you this, I can make you a key for your room. Everyone has a key, by the way. <laughs> I'm your key. Yeah, it's just part of the room. It's up to you if you want to lock your room or not. Here. Yes. As everyone that has a room, he like goes, <laughs> as like each one of you has like a key that lies in your hand. It's it's somewhat like, it's kind of like a big key. It's like this big. So that's about as good as I can do. Okay. Take Secret it seal, aka ah. key. Yeah, it's a, a secret key that only you have, as well as I, because I can get anywhere. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> within this room, may I have, of course, a bed. A bed! <laughs> a comfortable one. You're comfortable! This <laughs> as it, like, airs up. I would like a mannequin just torso to place my armor on. Mmm, nice. Alright. So, armor, risky thing. And of course, armor, upkeep materials as uh, whetstone. Uh, you just like grinding wheel in here? Nope. Uh, bad okay, one. that was just one. I've seen it before. <laughs> I've done a whole blacksmith. No bet. It was crazy. <laughs> he just slept in the in the common room on a couch. We <laughs> can do that? It's up to you. This is your area. You can sleep wherever you want. <laughs> is that yeah. where Pablo's gonna sleep? <gasps> no! <laughs> Pablo has to sleep out there. <laughs> Pablo's not an actual vigil. He gets a vigil. He gets a pull-out couch. A pull-out couch. Yeah, he gets the hide of bed. Oh. Oh, Pablo. So that, that is the thing is he is not a full vigil of active duty, even though he is kind of a squire to um, Adelaide. Um, we could probably get something arranged for that. He gets a flag by 
<laughs> he gets a closet, an actual closet. <laughs> More than he <laughs> has. Clearly, <laughs> he can stand in there. His, his tippy toes and his head fall across the That's amazing. <laughs> I, oh, wait. This is a real quick question before we continue with Opal. Okay. Does anyone of either you, Adelaide, or you, Ren, describe anything to help contain Donkey? I was just thinking about that. I do want some sort of glass enclosure. I was thinking like you have a fish tank. I feel like that would be like a very easy way of describing it. Um, so we'll just say that you have a like a, a medium sized fish tank. Lights. No. Okay, you, so now, what about this? I actually have a fish tank in my room, but there's like a divider. So like the back end, it doesn't have water in it. And Donnie can be in there and still like, it's there's not water. And is you just you just have a little castle, you know, and you can like still play around in there. You like I, this is my idea. Is like it's like a ro rotating one. So like if you want to show off Donnie, you can like turn yeah. it to where his side of the fish hangs out. The other side's like secretive. Yeah. The other one's just like shows the fish, but if you turn it around, it's like an optical illusion, and it actually shows Donnie. Yeah. So it's so like when Baron comes in, I can be like, oh. Turn Yeah. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure we had an idea for how we're going to contain Donnie. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Opal. Um, may I also stretch in it a little bit? Um, may I have a type of uh, my the triquetra symbol on the wall with candles next to it and have it be uh yeah communicate a communicate Med meditation meditation no 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 um uh what's the word in my head communication like a a communication right. device to correspond with the triquetra sound enough the things I can make aren't necessarily magical more like mechanical means. Like even his fish tanks just on rolly wheels. It's just that's how it turns around. Um, so I can't do that. But if you find a communication device, like people send you one, then you can get up the room. I'll place an order. Alright. Um, well, that can you place that with those small. I'll put the outline for you uh, as it forms on the wall of like okay. a trade worker symbol. Okay, this can go next to it. I mean, um, for the upper part, can there be, you know, fairy lights, but have them be lilies? Oh yeah, like a like a. The not, top of the room is like leafed in flowers. Yeah, not too much that it's like very gardenist, but just like a light. Yeah. Just below. What? Well, how do you feel about them just being like stylized silver lilies? Like uh, it's almost like a trim around the top. Yeah, but and then when it, the lights glow, it shows the lily. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, so gold, not silver. Gold, okay. Cool. Has to be amber. Amber. It's like it keeps changing colors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else you want? A meditation rug. Meditation rug. That's a meditation rug. Okay, and a diary and a chest. A diary. 
I would highly suggest you don't use the diary that I make because uh, you can never be there. Yeah. But I can give you a chest. As it's thrown at the foot. Okay. No, let's make a diary. A diary? Okay! There's a book that falls on the bed. I'm just warning you. Doesn't do you any good if you leave. Or at least take it away. Okay. Okay. Suspicious. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um. Hmm. Can I have? Uh, um. Can I have frames for later when I want to make photos? Oh uh, yeah. Bam! 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 As uh frames form on the wall. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and a widow bookshelf, not too big, a widow one. You see a pinky sized bookshelf show up That's, there. That is true. It's like literally the same exact bookshelf from her room. Just copy and paste it in the No, it's too small. Too small, okay. A little bit bigger. Okay, and not big. Just a neutral tan. Tan? So boring. Seen so many tent bookshelves. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Palanids. Just listen, you guys ready? Oh, nice dance. Oh my gosh. Nice dance. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anything else you guys want? Anything for your common room? Don't go crazy. Can I get a yoga mat? Yoga mat? I mean, yoga. Yoga. Meditation rug? That's what she had in her room. Oh. That was for crunches. For crunches. For Pilates. Is that like jacked? Like just for the show? Did that explain your body type? I showed you pickles. Um, when, sorry, this is just so I understand. When you're describing a 10 by 10 room, um, if he was talking about like the size, it can't like go like the size consistent, but it can't like go up. Like no. it's just always open. The roof is like ten feet tall, so it's like high roofs. But and that's how like uh Eli was able to have like her bunk bed um style bed. And not being like running into the ceiling. Yeah. It's just a ten by ten by ten box. Gotcha. Um he fr- he as he goes to like leave, he's like, Well Can my bedding have little tassels? Betty, have tassels? <laughs> As, oh, <laughs> tassels show up on your bedding. Uh, All right. The last thing, last, uh, you get just kind of a simple common room. <laughs> As, like, um, couches and things kind of fall into place. And, all right. Hope you enjoy your dorm. If you need any changes, I'm sorry. Everything's final. Like I said, don't take anything out. Take care. He leaves. And as soon as he leaves the space, um, everything that's kind of been around um, almost had almost kind of like an aura about it, kind of like a magical aura. As he leaves, everything almost settles. That actually feels like it's become more of a physical object than it prior was. With that, the decorations of the room have been completed. I think we're going to do a little bit of a breaky break.
for like maybe about five minutes, ten minutes. If anyone needs to go use the restroom, and then we'll jump back into the downtime activities. As you guys will be able to freely do what you guys want to do with uh, some of your time. Cool. Okay. We're back. Call me in quesadilla. All right. Give us just one second. I think some of our players are kind of getting situated. So, before we get started, I just want to mention one thing. I know that there might be a lot of things, like some things that you, you personally want to do with your you as a player. Um, I would suggest, though, whenever you go and do an activity in downtime, I would suggest, this is just a DM like suggestion. I think it'd be a more funner, like a more fun experience if you are, be sure to like either include or invite maybe another player um, into something that you would like to do. You don't necessarily have to do everyone. It doesn't have to be like everyone goes and does this one thing. Uh, I think we, uh, it'll just make it more of an enjoyable time if it's not just you doing something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's just my one thing. But you, you guys are able to do what you want to do. So, I with that, a good idea. as you guys kind of circle around, you've finished looking around your freshly designed rooms um you all are kind of just circled up in the in the doorway or at, like kind of in the the sitting area pablo's bedroom i should say he got the biggest room guys so, um as you guys are circled around um looking at each other um the time is yours you can discuss what you'd like to do next as a as a group, or if there's something specific that you'd like to go and do. Um, that's the time that you can say. Um, does Adelaide know about the? I saw on the map that you sent to the group that there was like the chapel of the seven. Yeah. Does Adelaide know about that? When you got back, Reginald would have given you that map as well as the map of the lighthouse. The things that you guys got in the resources tab are like an actual copy of the paper that you were receiving. So basically, yes, the, you would know as much as you can see from the paper. Um, he would have write, written on it, like he would have circled and put like the old ruins on it, as well as the not so secret fishing spot, as he could tell that. Ren seems to be someone that loves the craft and he's heard about the spot. So lasting put it down on the map. so yeah that's what's going on um and don't feel feel free to discuss amongst yourself like saying oh i think i'm going to go and do this i i would like to go to the chapel of the sun and i see that this could be something that might interest us it's been quite a while since I took some time uh, in worship, and given as how we've had that interesting experience, it might be best to go and 
spend some time searching for answers. I was gonna say, Adelaide, I didn't know that you actually worship me. Never seen you. Oh, yes. When I cast spells, I pull this out for fun because I get scared. I'm gonna show her a little really simple. <laughs> anyway, I think that's a very good idea. Thank you for inviting me. Is this like, is it like a just you guys? Basically, you guys are just like talking to each other right now, just saying, hey, I think I'm gonna go do this. Yeah, I want, I want to ask them like if, if it, this exists. I personally love gods. Oh, let's go worship. Let's have some church time, you guys. Then can I'm, uh, I'm gonna be all right without that church time. I think I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna head down to the, uh, one place where they do all the healing. And Alaya, curious if you want to join me down there. Where are you going, Moss? What's it called again? Uh, the place where they do the healing. That way, anyway. The service room? Service room. I was asked to go there. You want, you want to join us? Maybe I'll go there. Yeah, I will join you, actually. Isn't the church like outside? Uh, yeah. So why don't we all just head down to the first floor, to the promontory? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so, right now I know that Baron Moss and Ren are going to the service room. Uh, Adelaide and Opal are going to go to the church. Um, Aliyah and Pinky, do you know how you guys want to? I hurt my fingers. <laughs> First Pablo <laughs> starts slowly burning on your finger. I mean, my first off of Pinky was um, talking to people again about missing children thing. Um, I don't know, she'd probably get familiar with their surroundings, meet a bunch of people, just, I don't know, okay. just fly around and be energetic little pinky. Pinky, why don't you join us? Okay. We can talk to people on the way. She's going to make as many friends as she can. That's her goal. And ask about missing children. Perfect. Moss, did you invite Aliyah? I didn't hear if you invited Aliyah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Moss asked Aliyah if, if she wanted to go. Um, sure. At some point, though, I probably should head home. So. Alright. I mean, if you guys want, you guys could come with me afterwards. You guys could come out to my house. Yeah! Hey, no, I'm taking that off of Food is food. She didn't mention food. All right. Um, Opal. Yes. Before we uh, head off, I think you need to get into something. The thing you look at with your eyes and look left to right switch? Yeah, the book. <laughs> okay. Um, I understand that you're reading it, right? You can get rid of it. I'm not going to 
Bastion is usually considered like the tower in that castle. It's a bastion. Um, but with time heading forward, eventually, um, outside pressures of people who thought very differently of them. And it's interesting because you're seeing this from the perspective of someone else as you're reading it. Yeah. As the way they describe the usurper gods, the gods that have been sealed away, um, it's surprising how reverent and fervent they are. So a lot of the hatred in their voices um, collides a uh, side of evilness um, to these, these people, but also a lot of fierce loyalty to themselves as well as to them. Um, Basically, you see signs of these people, both good and evil, as you're reading them, as they they very much value their family and things like that, but they enacted in evil ways, in ways that brought chaos to each other, as family would fight against family, trying to combine powers to destroy one another. And they would, uh, the whole city itself, the reason why it was built with so many castles was because of the family feuds. That was everyone was trying to protect themselves from constant states of being attacked or being um, on the defensive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Eventually, though, a different people from the Northlands. Um, traveled down and conquered it um, for themselves. Driving out the last people. It never gets to that point in the story in the account that you're reading as it's more of like a, a daily log of somebody. Never really mentioned who. It just gets to the point where they talk about moving things underground. And Almost as like the punk, like, and basically leaves the last sentence off that saying, We hope that we could have stayed upon the surface, but we shall retreat where the other comes. Okay. Um, yeah, here you go. Here's the book. Um, tell me what your favorite parts are. I can't understand it. You can't read? 
it's in a you have to use comprehend languages to understand it um, as it's in a different language that you do different. so do i need to mark that um that was like forever ago okay you the ritual yeah you can cast that as a ritual so it doesn't cost you anything to use so what does Elia recognize like a i don't know if you ever took a close look at the book I, I would imagine she's looking at the. There was no title on the Although there's no title. It, it was more like a working law for someone. Okay. Um, as he hands, hands over the book to you, um, you all start heading in your separate ways. Um, we're all going together until at least the bottom. Yeah, you get to the bottom of the stairs and then you hit the stairs. Also, we could take the keys out of the room, right? Yeah. Okay. Keys are the one thing that we can take out of the room. Lock the room with her blank fake diary. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, the keys are um magically imbued to be able to be taken out. Majora herself to these rooms. Like I, I described, aren't like you didn't get personalized these ones, so they're not necessarily magical. Gotcha. That's why the uh, the keys work because they're not like a fake key. They were real. All right. With that, who would like to go first? Would you like to do um, holy people first, or would you like to do? Going to the hospital. Well, isn't Ren going to both places? Either way, we're all going to be. If we split, I'll go to the. I'll go to the hospital. Okay. With there being more people going to the hospital, we'll probably do that first. It's okay. As you guys make it to the bottom stair of the stairs, passing a lot of different vigils around here. Seeing a different couple of I have walking around, you eventually make it to um, passing the envoy, um, making it just across the stairway down into the dioptic ring. You find yourself in front of the service room. Um, you see what looks to be kind of a bottom open area right in front of you um, that leads in. Um, you see what looks to be kind of some sort of um, clerical-based people uh, or those who know healing magic kind of posted at the, the front of it. They almost look like they're waiting for something. Almost like, in a sense, kind of look like almost like guards in front of the, the service room. Um, inside, from where you can see, it looks to be um different compartment rooms different places that have been um able to be like drawn with um curtains to separate off places depending on what is being needed for someone's healing kind of like a hospital you can see what looks to be stairs leading up to a higher level from here as well Well, whatever you guys got got to do in here, make it quick, I guess. I was going to, yeah. What you want to come here for? <clears throat> we'll keep it fast. Tomas is going to head 
sort of um is there anyone in the room that like looks to be sort of like in charge or like the main cleric healer or whatever right um you do not see anyone at this moment that's in charge you just see the two um people um you can almost see that they they have kind of bags next to them that are basically for medical supplies that they need, they need to rush all the aid they could um okay. standing at the front door so masa's gonna walk up to him and be like hey how are y'all doing just standing here resolute ready to serve if any vigils were to go through without your bring in the hurry, the pain, and anguish, and hurt. Wow. Severe wounds Honestly. for your serve and help them. Honestly, without people like you keeping his vigils up and running, this organization wouldn't be anywhere. So thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I was, I was going to ask. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I uh, was just speaking poetically as life and death are all steps, but we tried to lessen the pain, and if we are able to call forth the spirits that those have departed back, we do so, and we mend that which has been broken. As it is not an easy task for what you do, we we appreciate all the service that the active officials partake. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a partnership. In fact, that uh, sort of brings me down here. Uh, some of these battles that were held on and adventures got a, got a little hairy. One of my friends got hurt really bad, and we were able to keep her up and running. But during during some of those scary moments, it'd be nice if we, we knew a little bit more about healing. I am not a, not a cleric or anything, but I'm an aspiring druid and trying to learn more about the healing arts. I was curious if there was some sort of like knowledge that y'all had like a library of books about different ways to heal or any information regarding that that you can provide definitely study is part of it though if you would like we always are willing to have people come and serve here in the service room um for us that has been the greatest teacher uh, it's just time um performing the art itself um, if you would like to use uh, if you'd like to donate some of your time helping us there's always people who may need uh, assistance yeah i would love to help out learn a little bit better healing in general how y'all heal perfect well meet us here in the morning tomorrow on the morrow and we will start you on um <coughs> helping out for what you can i know druids can be very powerful in the healing arts as they have a very strong connection to life We'd love okay. to receive some of your service. Sounds good. As she kind of figuring that the conversation is done, um, uh, nods and thank you for coming here. Nice. And with that, Moss is going to get an active thing. Ren, do you have anything? Yeah, I'll stop around. Say, um, I actually do have one more thing. Um, I'm looking for Elaine, Elaine Beerhorn. Oh, Elaine? Elaine, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, of course. Uh, let us go fetch her. She's with a patient. Patient. Well, if she's busy, I don't. I don't really want to like. No, she's just um, applying some of the bombs, um, making sure that the the ring of regeneration upon this person is still uh, charged with its magical energy. It shouldn't take much longer. I mean, let me go fetch her. Thank you. This this um, individual runs off, um, heads up the stairs. Not too long later, uh, you see what looks to be. Um, you see a figure following her as she rounds the stairs and comes in face. You can see what looks to be, um, surprisingly, a, a, a young um, and quite beautiful woman. Um, her, she has very kind of almost like olive skin and dark brown hair, um, uh, fine features. You notice that she's wearing similar clothing to the others, um, kind of all white um, robes, though you can see what looks to be some like light leather armor, um, probably mostly ornamental, but still part of uh, this dress. Um, you can see what looks to be a, almost like a a belt of different salves and potions resting upon her. I think um, she wears uh, over her um, white. Um, uh, what's the word that kind of goes over um, armor? The like the uh, I can't remember what it's called. Kind of like the tunic, but it's not a tunic. Under the armor. Uh, yeah. Like a gambeson. Yeah, gambeson. Um, like above her. Um, white armor and white gamison. You see what looks to be a brown cloak wrapped around her shoulders, um, out of the way. Um, the cloak, cloak is pulled up, kind of trying to hold down a little bit her unruly curly hair. And um, the one thing that really stands out that you notice about her is she has two large scars kind of etched along her cheekbones. And she has a symbol, um, almost emblazoned um, into her forehead. As she walks down and says, um, talking to the, the other um, healer, says, Now, what did you mean? Uh, after she was done explaining something with the, the different ointments that need to be tried on helping the uh, patient fully recover the, the feeling in the, their regrown limb. Now, what? who's here to see me? What, what's needed? Oh, uh, is it these individuals? Uh, yes, this is them, my lady. Uh, hi, what can I do for you? Um... um We'll say, yeah. uh, my name is Ren. I'm a relatively new individual. Um, I just had a few questions for you about uh, a sickness that is affecting my family at the moment. Of course, yeah. Um, you and your pains can come in uh, into my office and we can sit down and talk. Um, 
on the first floor, you're led back to the back and around a corner. There's a small door. Or not small. It's not a small door, but it's a, a simple door that leads into an office with some books behind it, as well as um, a desk and some chairs to be able to be pulled up. And as you all enter, and she back into, and she closes the door behind. Um, I'm assuming Moss, uh, Pinky, and Baron are still, and Eli are all still here. So it's kind of a, a little bit of a cramped situation while you're all here. Um, so. Describe the sickness to me. So, <clears throat> it first affected my father. Uh, just a couple years back, uh, I was fishing with him, and, you know, having a good time. I noticed that his skin was ice cold. Uh, we took him to go see the healer. And the, the shaman and everything, but they couldn't really sense anything wrong. And over time, his condition worsened. He grew more and more cold. He started to uh, just always be shivering. And mind you, we were from a very warm climate uh, where shivering was rarely done, only in like rainstorms in the night. But he was constantly freezing and wanting more blankets and hot soups. And eventually his limbs would grow so cold that he couldn't use them anymore. And eventually his eyes uh, started not freezing over, but he eventually lost his eyesight uh, from this. We called it the frost gaze decay because it just ate him away. Um, he eventually became bedridden and then eventually he died. Um, shortly after my mother fell ill with the same sickness, um, when I left home, she uh, was in bed, bedridden. She rarely was able to get up. And it's even affected my youngest sister. Um, though she is, last I knew, uh, she had still had all of her functions. She would always be wrapped in. Uh, quilts and coats and scarves to, to keep her warm enough. Um, we did everything we could in terms of healing, but I'm afraid it's a curse. You said a curse? If That's that, you can see that her complexion and like the way that she's kind of feeling the situation changes. That's what we believe it to be. I, we outsourced some healers from other villages and we did all we could, but we could never even make their condition any better. It wasn't a conventional sickness. Not a conventional sickness. That's worrisome. Though, I, I don't know if I completely agree with it being a curse, just the way that you've described it, but it might still be. Um, I've studied curses for the majority of my life, ever since I was out of an adult. I...
And I've been trying to figure out how to break a certain curse on somebody for a long time. The thing with curses that have me questioning what this is, is every curse has two parts. A curse usually has a boon and a price that you pay for it. If you look at lycanthropy, you're given raw power, the ability to sense and hunt as though you were an animal. But with becoming an animal, you lose your humanity as well as you lose your control. You turn into something that you most likely aren't. In the case that I'm trying to figure out, curses, they don't just change. They don't give you symptoms. It changes who you are. That's why normal healing doesn't work. It's, it's not something to be healed because it literally has changed your being. The way that your soul is written on the, the flows of time. If this is a curse, my only question is what's the boon? Aaron's just kind of listening, kind of in the back with his kind of head down, just kind of either softly nodding or just kind of like listening. Ren will kind of like lean forward and say, I don't know what it is, but I need, I need to save them. I don't, and my mother could already be dead from you know. I joined the vigils to learn how I could help them, but my I be dead already, and my my last sister that hasn't fallen sick is probably already in bed, and maybe my youngest sister is on the way out some questions for you as this is serious how long did it take for your father and i'm not asking this to bring daggers into the pain that's there but just so that way i can understand how long did it take from the time that your father received whatever this is to when he passed. Uh, that's something that I, as a player, don't really know. I would assume, I can't remember what we talked about at first, Chase, but like a year? I think a year's good. Your mother's probably been sick for I'd say at this point, eight months. At least. At least. Okay. Um, your 
sister probably at this point's been about four months. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well, you gave me some of the description of the symptoms. Um, with that, what are usually diseases and even curses don't just happen by random chance it usually comes by being in a certain place the wrong place or even the wrong time do you know if your father had ever been anywhere done anything that could have caused a curse like this and kind of like, like he's never thought about that before and say he would tell us stories about adventures he's been on he used to travel the world doing all sorts of things it, it could have been anything but that he always made that seem like so long ago that that's a different lifetime. He would always say, "That's like that was that's not me anymore." I I was reborn when I came to Bawuli. I made a new life for myself. Is he not from your village? I guess not. Interesting. It sounds like you don't know, and maybe I'm being presumptuous with this, but there's still a lot of things about your father that are mystery to you. Yeah, like I said, I he was always he would whenever he would talk about himself and his upbringing, he would only hint that he'd been so many places and done so many things that I haven't realized until now that he isn't even from my village. He would say that and I just was thought nothing of it. But I'd say our best lead on whatever this is will probably come from figuring out where your father was what he's done as there's infinite possibilities of what this could be but if we're able to figure out the source of it we will have a better chance of saving your family yeah yeah Ren yeah is your family the only one that's been affected by this as far as you know so far it might might have us the first and from him it's just spreading to to the rest of us but i do worry that everyone else in my village is and they might as well be family to me
But you can see Baron kind of wants to say something. I'll just say it. Uh, the, the gods you worship... Uh, I don't mean to be a jerk, but I'm just going to say it straight up. But, uh, most people associate those gods with curses evil things of this world and of other worlds. Not trying to bash on, on you or, or anything your village believes, but it's a thought that that could play into it. Uh, it's at this point that Elaine will kind of um, start up and say, I've met people from uh, I, from why you've described, I'm assuming you're from Lena. Even though they have different beliefs than most of the people in the realms, most of them actually live very long and fulfilling lives. I've never heard of their beliefs leading them to be in a position like this. As in, a lot of the times, this isn't necessarily something that affects them. That's something that Surprises to me. But I'll turn to you and say, I, I honestly don't think it's the beliefs that you hold that are causing the pain of your family. I'm more suspect to maybe it was something that happened to your father, or maybe it's something that has been part of your family line, that side that you don't know much about. I know that. There's a lot of instances, and we have to consider all options still. But I believe that the faith that you hold in your your beliefs is probably what's kept you and your family alive this far. I like to think that's so. a good thing. With this, um. My thing about curses, again, there's different levels as well. As you probably know, many different practitioners in magic have the ability to just remove a curse. But some curses run deeper than just the remove curse incantation. These are sometimes considered elder curse curses. If it is an elder curse that we are dealing with, I pray that your gods may be able to lead you to whatever is causing it. No simple magical means are available to be able to fix something like that. I know firsthand. I used to not always be a vigil. I was raised in a coven of witches. And from that point on, I've realized 
that that way of life isn't conducive to my principles. Especially after what happened to my sister because of it. For those watching, uh, you might watch us Baron's like hand tightens around like the the whip at his side. I'm trying to figure out a way to save my sister as she's been cursed with an elder form of vampirism. So I know the struggle that you're going through. It'll take a little bit more research. Maybe if it's all right with you, Ren, we could plan at some point a chance to go and visit your family. Do some digging on what this could be. See if there's something that we can do to overcome this problem. I I think that would be good. That would be good. And if there's anything that, that with, for your sister, I'm more than willing to And like you said, you know how hard it is. I know how hard it is too. We gotta, when we're visuals, we gotta stick together. I also pray that you can cure your sister. Thank you. I hope at some point I'll be able to find her again. You ever run into a, a vampire that looks probably familiar? I'd ask you to either find a way to put her out of the mystery or capture her. Or I don't know where she could be sent you. Did you actually say that? Yeah. Well, it's good to meet you all. And it's good to see a fellow witch. Nice to you look at you, Baron. She'll say that in Reddit terms, Baron, like, <laughs> absolutely abrogated. <laughs> um, you can see that the symbol on her forehead, now that you're closer, um, all of you can recognize it. It's more of a runic drawing of what looks to be the god of the in-between, Havul. It's very akin to the um, the ones that you've also seen around Hebesh. Very similar manner. Mm. 
We'll we'll be in touch, Brad. Thank you. Thank you. I I really, I really appreciate it. Now I hope I not don't see you here pretty soon after you've lost an arm or any sort of body part. So take care of yourself. You all take care. As you all exit her, her office, you see that she stands there and just kind of looks down. And she almost has a, a grimace on her face. Let me send a picture of what she looks like in the unit. That's where we I'm just going to spit on the ground. Just keep walking. Ren, Ren will say, Baron, we have some stuff to talk about. Rama in the boys' house. Yeah, you know what? Maybe Ren and Baron can have their like yeah. bathroom moment, like yeah. and Adelaide had. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's awesome. Let me see this. But I don't see it. It's in the resources. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, resources. I was looking at the ladies' bathroom still. The ladies' <laughs> the ladies' powder room. There's a difference. I'm going to the quartermaster and then getting a drink. What's okay? What's this girl's name again? Yeah. What's this lady's name? Yeah. yeah. What was it? Uh, let me make sure I spell it right. Elena Bjornhardt. Elaine Bjornhardt. Elaine. And the real question at the end of the day, how old is she? Uh, she's young. She's not that old. Bro, you trying to uh, run so. her? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Times are tough for us. Very I've been really excited to introduce this character for a while. Yeah, she's cool. she's she's, she's going to be interesting. Okay. Um, I I'll just mind it. Okay. With that, we're going to change our perspective over to Opal and Adelaide as you guys head towards the um, Chapel of the Sun and Moon. Um, what you guys have a, a fairly good walk ahead of you. It's probably about an hour or so away. So a couple of miles through the fielded area. Um, as you head out the, the lighthouse, the township right around it, um, you pass a lot of different people. But as soon as you leave the lighthouse itself, you can see a difference in the type of people that you recognize around you as a lot of them look to be more older people, people that have retired, become farmers, become craftsmen, people that aren't necessarily active at this point. This is the first time that you've both really been able to have free roam and walk around the, the terrace fields. In the distance, you can see Lake uh, Lonato in the distance. Is there anything that you guys would like to talk about or do while you're on your walk? Uh, I think Opal will just start to also make a 
kind of uncomfortable face of just pondering of what you described of past vigils living their lives out just outside the lighthouse. Are you looking at the people? Oh, uh, a, a little. Not in not in a weird way. I promise. Uh, oh. She just has bloodlust in her eyes. <laughs> yeah. She wants to murder someone. Oh. Why'd you have to jump to that? Um. Um. So, how are you? Well, because not. I've noticed. No, what? What's going on? Is it too quiet for everyone that's on chat? Just wondering. I mean, it's fine. Okay. Just want to make sure. I'll talk loud to make sure. Um. Yeah. Uh, well. Uh. I'm just. Adelaide, I wasn't completely honest with you or everyone else. Well, I'm very anxious to know the truth. And know that if you do share it and do not want me to share with anyone else, then I can keep a secret. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's as I mentioned that day, just a little while ago, not even that long ago, was it's very curious that, well, I can suspect as much, but you were there in the vision and that opal, I don't know. And it frightens me as I, I don't know what I can do um, to help. Have you been helped by other opals? Well, um, that's the thing. Uh, opal will start to get tears in her eyes and just start to shake a little bit as there are no other opals and she looks down and just tears start to fall from her face that uh, the hero of lilies is me I've lived so many lives. I just keep coming back. And I want it to end. There's so many lives I've lived that I don't remember. And when I do remember, I've been told that that means my time is near and my mission is complete. 
And then what happens after, I, I don't know. After I die? Do I just fulfill my mission and I don't get to live my life? As these kind people that I'm chosen to protect, they get to choose. And all because of my decision from the very beginning to sacrifice my life and be reincarnated repeatedly. I don't get a life. This will be like a slow to walk. Oh, they're just standing in an armor of the This is more than anything that I've even heard of. Just forgive me for Forgive me for my ignorance. And thank you for Thank you for sharing with me this part of me that I admit what this would frighten The thing that frightens me more is Opal will look back at you and look tears but with like wide eyes and just like you've been chosen too and I don't know what that means I don't know if my situation is, is similar to you because I have no recollection of any, of any connection with anything from the past or anything from the future. I'm intrigued of why I was permitted to see your vision. That is why I was hoping to push up Listen, she's gonna put it back in. You do have your own life. And though there is a set array of events, perhaps, to what awaits the future, you have your choice. And I would strive to protect that choice for you. Got a lot of good to do, and and I think there's a lot to learn about ways that we can help you. But I don't know. This is who you are, and what you've been, and what you're going to become is bigger than anything I've ever heard about or ever studied. And I don't know how much comfort it will offer you, but I feel very proud to be a friend of the hero of Lilies. People will look back and make a, you know, that smile that you're like, <laughs> and some of it's some genuine, some of it's like, I have no idea how to feel right now. As you're deeply touched by that comment, but 
immediately like other thoughts come in of like what if that other opal does come to pass and what if she forgets all of her friends again and everything so a lot of things are running through her mind as what if i abandon my duty what will happen then what if adelaide's chosen to suffer the same fate as i have to live repeatedly for multiple purposes of defending the world and keeping destruction and manipulation of the gods at bay just what does that mean so those are all along with other very jumbled up just kind of anxious kind of getting on the verge of like losing it and collapsing and just covering her head and just crying for so much confusion and disarray but she's hidden it well she can still put on a face so just that half smile half i don't know so that in perspective adelaide thank you for listening uh as maybe my description of my room kind of entails is I'm, I don't know how to share this with the others yet as the last time I did sharing time Baron was like oh what a hoot <laughs> as this is forever and I've been pondering of if I can break this cycle but what does that mean for the rest of the world is suddenly there's no hero to be reincarnated in times of great destruction? Did I finally get rest? Or does everything I ever loved suddenly fall apart? Ugh. Well, I'm getting nauseous. Uh... Well, my father always used to say, carry on. So, I can figure that. Yes, and I promise I'll share this with the others in an appropriate manner, and maybe more sternly with Baron as you expect my We'll see. Maybe I should give him a chance. I don't know. We'll see. But enough about me, because there's plenty about me. But. I trust you because I don't know what will happen with you either. So, but it's good to finally get that off my chest, but it's fearful of what that means. It means tears and up upset. And Crying babies. Babies. <laughs> now he's fine. Yeah. Anyway, back in character. It's good to get that off my chest because hiding the burden just makes it even worse as it's like living a lie. So maybe I should accept my fate. Just be a lily and wave in the wind and call it a day. <laughs> Opal will do a little dance. <laughs> At this point, as you both are kind of dancing up to 
the the chapel of the moon and or of the sun and moon. As you look up, um, you see beautiful iconography of those celestial bodies um, all throughout this very gothic-inspired um, cathedral. Though it's not like dark stone, everything is very much a light limestone color. Beautiful um, stained glass windows um, permeate throughout around the whole yard as throughout on the whole outside and the grounds around there are very neatly kept very a, a beautiful and serene area you see many people of the cloth um, walking around um, as well as vigils um, both active and retired walking in and out of the, the building as it seems to be a very um, well used but well respected as you look at the stained glass windows you see what looks to be uh, uh, likeness for every one of the protector gods made into the glass. Kind of like if you think about like in our world, like the saints, you'd see uh, the same same glass version of the gods as you walk past. And as you enter into the the cathedral itself, it is very um, very nice. Though it's not like auspicious with its um looks underneath every one of those stained glass windows you can see is a different altar to each one of the gods as well as um on the above is a beautiful mural of the the sun and moon as those are believed to be the the sun as the the home of all the gods and the moon being the home of Yalfav, the watcher ever keeping an eye out for the rest of his divine brothers and sisters. Is there a specific place that looks like it is dedicated to Yathoth, or is that... Yes, there is. Underneath his, uh, um, underneath the, the stained glass window for him. You see that the visage that they chose, had chosen, um, in this instance to recognize his likeness is, what looks to be almost kind of a a kingly looking man with um, his skin um, showing that same pale moonlight as the sunlight from outside casts in. You can tell that it was created specifically for the glass to look like moonlight showing in around him. Uh, it's uh, formed uh, dark blue, almost the look of the night sky at twilight and little specks of stars added in. Um, he has a well-trimmed beard, and uh, on him you can see what looks to be shining silver armor, fully plate mail, and a large um, greatsword held um, in two hands placed in front of him. You can see he looks to be bowing, and as you look up, you can see whoever did the art have put in um, underneath him, um, tears rolling down his cheeks of pure gold. Just speaking to Opal, um, uh, let's, let's perhaps, um, get back together. 
for however long it takes to get where we go. She's going to walk away towards that area and take out her holy symbol and she's going to be looking for some answers or some kind of connection. Make a religion check. As you kneel down in front of the altar, um, maybe you light some incense that reminds you of the the smell of dew grass at that perfect time when day and night meet and embrace each other. Eight. Eight. As you sit there and contemplate your connection with Yal Five, you don't feel like you get a strong answer in any direction, pushing you to do a certain action as times past, that's how you felt. Similar to how you felt when you knew that you needed to join the vigils. No such answer comes at this time. As you sit there and a little bit uh, chagrined that um, your God isn't willing to necessarily communicate his will with you at this time. You feel that, and you're not sure if it's him talking to you or if it's yourself reminding you. Either or, it doesn't make a difference. Maybe right now what you need is to move forward with faith and try to increase that faith. Be able to grow this connection. Do I see if it's like a connection to Opal and like her story or um, is it like am I looking for a connection? To Yafal himself? Yes. Um, as you're trying to, to think, it's hard to really determine what the answer is trying to tell you. You just feel like you need to practice more reverence, most likely with your God. As though you have been worshipful and you still have all the powers granted you as one of his um, mighty clerics, more solemn solemnity of, uh, or whatever the word is, or solemnity of duty um, may go a long ways to establishing open communication. As of right now, no answers now. She's going to look back up at the stained glass and she's going to say, oh, well, I see. Suppose I haven't been as dutiful since I've been in the pictures. She's going to be kind of like, she has a serene kind of like, um, <laughs> I keep your secrets. <laughs> I see you. Fine. I, I I'll play this game. Uh, Opal, what would you like to do in the chat? Uh, after Adelaide makes that comment, um, Opal will sigh to herself, and like, and uh, just speak to herself, like, it'd be a whole lot easier if there was one God. In the real world, there is, and he's true. All right, Luna. 
throw back to Samantha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, Opal will be in the middle of the room and just take a deep breath and just control her breathing and start to try and meditate. Um, you're all religion tracking. Not 20? Well, the way I figured is you your role was very good. Very good, yes, that was very good. <laughs> it probably be more insight to what's happening rather than maybe what you're looking for. As you sit there and start pondering. You get a strong feeling that your visions are starting, are going to be more few and far between. It almost just hits you as a brick. It's not necessarily a message, but as you try to connect with the past memories of your own self now fully admitting it you aren't able to make it you don't know why you keep trying still nothing Maybe you too will have to keep your own secrets for the time being and move forward with hope that whatever happens will be the best option. I think Opal will reside in herself and maybe say mentally, just like. Since I am not receiving any receiving anything right now, if there's a future Opal listening, I can't really advise any much advice right now. But I'd like to think this experience of Using for yourself your own life is maybe a repetitive thing. So that provides any comfort for future Opal. Just know you're not alone. And then she'll just bow her head and just just sigh like <laughs> Not like that, but you know, just sigh of like disappointment, fear, but understanding like I can't have all the answers, can't be have my challenge spelled out for me and how to solve it. So if there's like an understanding and like you said, a bit of hope of like, okay, fine. <laughs> Visions. Ooh, what are they good? Something. 
but you do not receive it. Is there anything else that you both would like to do um, while you're here at the chapel of the moon or of the sun moon? Is there a, is there a, um, what's that called? It's a little donation box. Uh, spots, alms spots. Yeah, um, not too far from the, the the main entrance is a place in which can be donated uh, supplies. Toss in a gold and Thank you, guys. Um, Opal seeing this will probably do the same thing, and. Do you know how much gold that you got? From yeah, like he told me. So I'll do the same thing and yeah. As they're walking out, Adelaide's probably like, any luck with you? No. I'm pretty quiet. So we'll see what that means. But maybe it's an opportunity to Trying to take on the challenge that's ahead. Oh, good. How fun a part. Maybe they come when they are needed. How, how long have you been here? The whole time. <laughs> Prima, you asked me to come and bring your stuff. I have no recollection of that. Pablo, huh? keep your mouth shut. What mouth? How <laughs> <laughs> fun a part. I don't have one. Until I say, but I'm glad you're here. No worries, Cherry Parr. I'll keep your secret. It's not a big deal. We all get reincarnated sometimes. Uh, wait. See, like, looks around to see if there's anyone standing close. Hopefully, we'll just, like, really? You're doing a terrible job at this. Like, let's head back then. Adelaide's gonna look at Pablo, kind of like, <laughs> <What>? really? <laughs> Come on, dude. You choose now to speak. <laughs> you, you could have been with us conversation the whole time. I used to imagine all this is going down and like you know, and be like, <laughs> just, moment, he's just like in the background, like kicking. he's like, like, <laughs> like ten feet away, just like. I imagine him kind of like catching up and then like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> With that, um, as you guys continue, continue back towards the lighthouse, it's looming presence still visible from this distance. Um, we're going to go back to our other group as, Baron, you would like to go to the quartermaster and go get a drink. Oh, a widow tweet. Widow tweet. Oh, vampires! <clears throat> I need some juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll come out of the the coming out of the what you call it the service service room. <clears throat> I don't like her rent. Why? Because Why? she called you out. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, seemed to me like she didn't yes. know what she was talking about. Gaslight. Gaslight. 
Maybe we'll get that drink first. Look, you don't you don't have to tell me everything, but I am a little curious about this whole you, secret identity thing. Have you ever heard of the Ravenfrost? Nope. Well, now you have. I'm kind of go like this. No, what are they? <laughs> Mom and Alaya are all here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we are. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna walk. Roll a history check to see if they remember anything. I think they make. And would Alaya recognize that name? Um, there's a chance that she could. Be really long for. She's a little young. Yeah. Um, for her and where she's from. Uh, I'm going to go inside the commons place. Um, as soon as you guys enter into the commons, um, you see that there's many tables. Kind of like, think about like, this is like a bar, but on steroids as it's large because it has to feed a lot of people. Um, massive bar on one side with many tables and a large kitchen back there. Um, even from this distance, you can see a large form hulking around the, the back. Um, yelling out orders uh, just as a military general would command his troops. Um, a very gruff, large half-orc, probably standing almost seven feet tall, um, with a, a, sm- a little bit too small of a chef's hat, um, kind of turns the corner, um, glancing to see who's coming in, and as soon as he looks at your group, he'll look at a lion and go... It's so good to see you! Get over here! As, uh... Who is it again? This is Gerland. Oh, okay, okay. Elijah. is just gonna light up. What are you doing? I've been missing you this whole time! I, I've been a vigil! I became a vigil! I, know. I get it! Are you here to help me? Everyone? Get back right. here! Let's go! And Sorry. she's going to look at everybody and be like, you guys are all helping. Come on. Who are these people? Are you bringing these them are, in? These, guys, these are my, my party members. Oh. All right. Come on. Come on. I'll show you what to do. Eli, you owe me a drink, and I'm going to sit down on one of the tables. He's going to throw <laughs> both hands up and go, yeah! <laughs> Renan. If you want to uh, uh, stay with Baron and talk, you can. Um, sure. Everyone else can do I, I don't really know if I trust these people in my kitchen yet. I want to see their metal. I want to see what they're made of. If they have, if they got what it takes, you know? You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. None of them, I think, really know how to cook. I've been cooking everything. So it'll be good for me to see you. They've been making you cook everything? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I enjoy it. Okay, fair enough. All right, come back here. We have a nice hors d'oeuvres that we need to start creating for uh, tonight's dinner, as well as the soup and the meat that needs to be cooked still. And he just starts rallying off of each of the different dishes that he's planned to cook for the day as you both start catching up uh, as you are old friends. Uh, Moss, are you going to help with the kitchen? No. 
Yeah. Moss is going to do the art of looking around and the not helping, but looking like he's helping. One thing that you would notice um, at the far side of the the place, around some of the tables, but set off to the side, looks to be uh, a pit that's been made into this area um, with kind of a sand area. Um, ropes have been tied around it. You can tell this looks to be almost a fighting ring, though um, in it you don't see any anyone dueling. It looks to be quiet, and you can actually see what looks to be some dust has formed upon the the ropes themselves, as it doesn't doesn't look like it's been used in a long time. Um, other than that, lots of tables, big bar. Um, there's a second floor um, that heads up with more tables in it, um, some nooks as well as like a a place that you can stand and look down into what looks to be that fighting arena. Um, it's mostly dimly lit, lots of wood furniture. It's to give the air of a, a normal tavern. Um, the brightest light is right above the, the fighting area, but everything else is kind of more candlelight in, uh, in feel. I'll uh, wave over someone and just say... Uh, Shirley Temple. <laughs> I want orange juice. <laughs> Can I get some milk? Yeah. <laughs> Give me your glass of skim milk. Give me uh <laughs> Give me something strong. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> Heavy whipping cream. <laughs> Crimson and <laughs> It's a little milkshake. <laughs> All right, let's talk. It's canon now. That's how Baron drinks his, his drinks. He's <laughs> not just drinking it. He's absorbing it. <laughs> um, speaking of having a few Brad, do you remember the video of me, my like Snapchat story when I drank the? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You should try drinking at some point. Have you for cream? Yeah. We go check on the baby. It's things? wild. It should be a sleep. I'll throw you for a loop. Just... Anyways, you do get something strong eventually. Uh, place before you, um, Moss. What would you like? I have a question. Your face can go first. Brandon, do you still have this video? I don't know. It yeah. was a story. I might still be able yeah. to look at my trying to snatch that story. I'm concerned because maybe I don't want to see that. <laughs> it was pretty dumb. Well. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Okay, that's distracting. It is very distracting. All right, Moss would just be like, "You got a got a coffee." Uh, she'll it'll be brought out to you, um, Brent. Um, is it Brent. All free? Yeah, your food is stagnant. Oh, so you it's have... not like nice and cheap and stuff like that. Uh, it's great. This here in this establishment, it's like kind of the base, like generic stuff. It's not anything to write more about. If you want better ale. 
it's known that there's the two gnomes in a trench coat pub uh, that's not too far away from the, the lighthouse itself. Um, I know we were joking about it earlier, but do they have juice? They do have juice. I want, some, I want me some good fruit juice. If there's like a, like a passion fruit. A passion fruit guava. Yeah, like guava pog. Yeah, maybe some mango yeah. in there. I'm all about that. I think we can do that. I think we can. Uh, what time is it, by the way? Is it? It's 10.05. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. no. Uh, in 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 game. Speaking of real time, I'm gonna have to yeah. check, guys. I have work really early tomorrow morning. It's gonna be late. Yeah. It's gonna be pretty late. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't planning on going very far, very uh, farther. Um, I was just gonna let um, uh, Baron and Ren have this little moment, and then uh, and then uh, have a little thing with uh, a lion, and then we'll be probably done. I, I still got it. You're That's good. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right, All right. Moss is gonna draw Moss. Bye. Bye. Take care. Well, Moss left. Well, Moss, I guess, isn't listening on the. He fell asleep. He's for two sips of his coffee. He got set in. He's like, All right. He's got zombies. He get like a drink of it. He just like right afterwards. <laughs> I actually just gave him a glass of milk. Yeah. Warm milk. Warm milk. Which I don't get why that's a thing. Ren, what do you know about me? Honestly, not much. I know that you... you... I, I don't know. I, you have a tattoo on your arm. Kind of looks like a tree. Um, Opal told me. Sorry, we were talking about you behind your back. She said that marks someone as a witch hunter. I know that much. Um, I know you're you're good at fighting. You're resourceful, but really, I don't know you at all. Good, let's keep it that way. Good. <laughs> All right, we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'd say a lot of that's fairly accurate. Um, I'm going to take it over here. Uh, I know that you guys know that, uh, our. Maybe you know this, but my family comes from, uh, I come from a line of, of monster hunters. And uh, while we do hunt monsters and while we, we did, um, that's not what we started. We hunted uh, magic users. More particularly, witches. And so, honestly, I don't know what um, Elaine's 
talking about, but I ain't no witch. I have no magic. Maybe a witch doesn't have to have magic. Would it be all right, um, McKay? I just want to talk real quick privately over there, just to make sure I remembered something correctly. Okay, is that all right? Sure. Just to, to confirm things with you. I, I think I know what you're going to say, but sure. Yeah, just want to confirm that. Legal, 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 legal. Legal, 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 Then suddenly Baron turns into a giant werewolf princess. And then he does a little curtsy and says, I've been telling everyone a lie. I am the princess to the wolfy kingdom. And That's what I thought. I, I thought we were, we were still in the same Wait, we gave him a kiss? Donnie uh, did a little kiss? Yeah, Donnie did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how he feels about the lips. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it stings when, he, when they give him kisses, but it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, trust me, um, you gotta be able to use magic to be a witch. Okay. I mean, I don't know anything about witches, but what I do know is that in my experience... Kind of point just to the the witch we just met. I'll say witches aren't bad. Not all of them might be. But if you are a witch, not which witch. you might be, you might be not. You're still my friend. I won't hold it against you. Thanks. Uh, where I'm from, the people, uh, my family was accused of being witches. And why is that? They thought that we used black magic, and that's how we were able to to hunt and kill so many creatures and people. They hated you. Slaying all of us. Yeah. That's messed up. And Red will take a long sip of his drink. <laughs> you can really taste the mango in that one. Yeah. Yeah. What is the um Raven Frost? It's a it's a family line. Oh, it's your family. Yeah. Oh. Well, what's left? What was that? Sorry. 
There's not very many of us left. Well, well I consider myself lucky too. Well, well, to be friends with one of the Ravens. Don't count yourself so lucky. Well, too bad. Too bad. Why would that ever be a bad thing? I guess it depends on where you're from, but again, people think that uh, people think we're cursed. Ren will kind of like half chuckle, half scoff, and be like, yeah, "I know about curses." But you didn't study them your whole life. Yeah, I actually don't nothing about curses. But I know what it's no. like to feel cursed. But I'm like I said, there's always a good side. In theory. They hunted us like dogs. Yes. It was me and my sister. That's it. And they still hunt you? No, no. I haven't been back. been coming up on 10 years now. Well, I know you to be not anything that people would hunt or kill. I know that someday you'll Bring honor to your family name. That honor's long dead. I'll take another drink. Well, we'll see. I know you've already saved a city from a powerful shadow I think that's pretty honorable that's the vigils not me mm. I don't know about that I don't think the vigil did anything it was us sure acting under the vigils but it was still us making decisions, calling the shots, piecing it all together. I fully support the whole group mentality and we're all in this together sort of thing where one man's victory is also another's, but that doesn't mean that you can't have any victories. 
Don't go trying to change me, Ren. As he just keeps drinking alcohol. I, I imagine it's this... Isn't this person getting pretty... Uh, it, you've gotten a good amount of drinks in. Uh, I think he's just still in the... Oh, really? And he's just been nursing the one? Yeah. Well, the way that you've been making it look... Um, he always gets it back up just to do it again. <laughs> it's like a cow. Uh, um, I was gonna say one more thing. What was I gonna say? Uh, just be careful with that witch over there. Don't trust her. If we find her sister, I'm staking her through the park. I'm gonna stand up and I'll walk out of there. Ren will, as I leave, look down at his juice and kind of mutter to himself, I don't doubt that you will. It's at this uh, moment after this, um, Aliyah, after helping prepare some of the, what's going to be the evening soup, um, Gurlin would pull you aside. Um, alive. I have a favor to ask. Uh, what? What can I do for you? I need your help. Um, okay. What? With what? We, we have a problem. The old fighting ring. Mm -hmm. There used to be competition every Saturday night, but the vigil who kind of figured it out took care of it. He's he's retired. You could say at least. Um I was wondering Whoa. We have some like serious lightning going on here. Yeah. Um, anyways, I was hoping that you could keep an eye out on maybe someone who'd be good to take over. Need some I've noticed that we've been losing a lot of our numbers to go and spend the days over at Two gnomes in the Trenchcoat pub. Well as other places that I, I just feel like with the increase of monsters and reports like that, we could use some more, you know, jovialness with the, the vigils. So if you just keep an eye on, I'd really appreciate that. Uh yeah, I can yeah. I can do that. That's 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 easy enough, I think. Appreciate that. Well, anyways, back to cooking. As the he, you and him keep going uh, among your work, as the camera zooms out to Ren, like sitting there contemplating drinking his juice with moss that's just conked out, sleeping. Um, Eve flitting like in the corner from table to table, just like bothering other other vigils as it slowly zooms out to 
um, there, and I would imagine you almost like you just walk around the corner and um, you just probably just stand there looking down at the, the ground not too far away, holding the book that you're about to take to your sister. Oh yeah, I know, but you you let out of the the it's like for the perspective like the the camera view as you're going out, you just stopped out, pulled out the, the book you're planning on giving to your sister. Um, as you zooming out a little bit further, you see um, Opal and Adelaide walking towards the, the commons um, just about at that moment as well. After we'll end it for tonight. Some serious, serious chats. You got your rooms? Excited. Anyways, dungeon. 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 Dungeon, dungeon. dungeon house. <laughs>